You're not even here. Why are you here? I needed a nice, cool, refreshing beverage. That's what beer is! <laughs> Why are you drinking milk? Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the Creative Title Podcast brought to you by us over at AtoZHorror.com. I'm Jack, and literally sitting across from me is Jake. What's up? I was looking for the mar- I was looking for the maraca thing <laughs> that Mark's child has. It would sound like sleigh bells or something. A rattle? No, it's like a maraca. The no, maraca it's, it's, thing a child has. It's literally has. a maraca. Oh, it, nice. it is a rattle, but it's a maraca. Okay. She loves it. And sitting next to Jake is someone else I'm literally sitting next to. It's Mark. Hello. Boys, we're in person. We're all in Boise. Emotionally, I am absent. <laughs> That's fine. We'll get you back in. <laughs> yeah, okay. Our love will bring you back in, buddy. For those of you unfamiliar with our Crackerjack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. Except this week. This week is our 2021 horror Omnibus Awards Award spectacular. spectacular. Yeah, I got there. I don't have notes beep, here. Beep, on beep, this. Beep, beep. Okay. Laser sounds, uh, which means that if you are a new Zap. listener, don't start here. Zap. Definitely yeah. don't start here. We love you. Thank you. Leave now. Go listen to something. <laughs> Become else. a really big fan Great with podcast. our other 200 episodes, and then come back and listen to this one. Yeah, so come back. This is the end of year episode where we get really drunk as compared to just mostly drunk like we usually are mm-hmm. and we're not going to talk about any one movie in particular we're going to talk about all the movies we watched over the last year and that's all i've got which that's... for me is almost 100 and for jake is 20 <laughs> <laughs> your list was hard mark is hard for me to differentiate mine from yours because i pinpointed like i pulled all the 2021 movies exclusively out of my list so i, I was probably pretty that, his, his was hard yours yeah. was good thank you, you I'm bet, sorry. Well, normally mine, I was, do that. mine was good too because it was short yeah <laughs> easy to go through I, here's the thing though i spent all of my time setting up the template for the omnibus that we're all using hey mark mark and you're yeah. a hero controlling you guys into making your own damn movie list you're so a hero and thank you very much and we appreciate it so listeners i appreciate you on this episode we're going to talk about all the movies we reviewed and all the other movies we've watched and we're going to do our absolute best not to spoil it but i am already four beers deep and i'm not going to get less we'll we'll believe something if it's spoiler if it's really spoilery but you know if you're really there might be some tread like look there's an inherent risk of having something spoiled when we have category based ratings where we're giving something an award for a thing that could be spoiler but we're gonna do our best so tread a bit lightly like 10 25 percent lightly absolutely cool um and uh yeah let's just dive into it what do we do mark what do we do i'm out get into our categories okay start woof yeah you start he's ready dude our first area are you ready do you (laughs) want me to Okay, sorry, I don't mean to steal your thunder, Silence over there. I am a professional. Look it it up in the book. I was excited. You guys were like, you're never excited, and I got excited, and you're like, why are you doing the excitement part? That's my part. Go ahead, Mark. (laughs) That's what happened. Kind of. I see it in his eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Our first bucket of categories is the superlatives. So we're gonna start Mr. with Mr. Bucket. <laughs> Put your balls in my mouth. mouth. Oh yeah, new listeners. Listeners, seriously, now. don't listen to this as your first episode. You will not get any of the callbacks that we are gonna be willy nillying. Where's my gong? <laughs> the first category that we're going to present is the "Why the fuck would you open the closet door?" Award for Kill of the Year 2021. But oh, just, I guess yeah, we yeah, about we haven't this. done this part yet. Yeah, we have. 2021 extracurricular movie. Well, so we have a movie any movie that, that came out in 2021, you, regardless of whether or not it got a full review or if we just watched it as an extracurricular. Okay. And then the second one we give is 
only within the realm of movies that a we have. A full review podcast releases. There yes. we go. Yes. There exactly. we go. Exactly. Let's do it. Who wants to go first? Jack? Oh, okay. Do we want to start with 2021 or a movie we've reviewed? 2021, because those are more impactful. I think, yeah, I think, and I I think put that it people, I think that people lose you, attention. I mean, you did. Yeah. I think do, that, I do think it in the order I put it in. Sounds yeah. good. I picked a kill from a classic horror story. I'm going to try to not spoil the entirety of this movie. I'm going to call it, it the, the kill, wasn't it? Big Wood Hammer Kill. Yeah. Um, this was a hugely impactful kill <laughs> involving a very large wooden hammer and somebody splayed out on a table. In the woods. In the woods. <laughs> Big mallets are scary. This hey, I'm, was. I'm happy that this came up on this episode. I was thinking it probably wouldn't, to be honest with you. I mean, we're forgetting that itself. Jack fucking loves. I really like this, this movie. movie. It's coming up again. True. Oh Jesus! I'm sure it will. <laughs> Jake and I notably didn't care for it. I thought it was. Eh. But this kill in this movie is the one that like turns the tide of like, oh, this is really fucked yeah, up. No, they mean fucking business. It, yeah, what I'll exactly. give you is I'm happy that this isn't too much risk, but I'm happy they put it first. Yeah, totally. Um, because it sets the tone. Sure you does. like setting the tone, and they did. Absolutely. It was certainly a good kill. Yep. And that's what I've picked. It was mean. Yeah. Jake, how about yourself? What did you pick? Vastly different direction with mine in terms of how it impacts you. Okay. I went with a... a so I'm gonna, a whatever, it's fine. It's almost impossible to It impacts suppose. you like a wooden hammer. This one does not. <laughs> this one impacts you like you've been turned inside out and then are strung along. Uh, I picked the cop in PG Psycho Gorman. Oh yeah. So okay. this one's <laughs> this one was chosen almost specifically because of how long this man's death is. He's begging for death in a very humorous way for I mean fifteen minutes. <laughs> it's a weird movie. <laughs> uh, he gets turned inside out. Listen, it's humorous though. It it is actually. I mean, it really is. He gets turned inside out and then kind of like helps slash he like helps the kids. Whilst inside out slash begs for death for a long time yeah. before finally being exploded or something. He just like decomposes. I don't know what happens. She kills him. The, the little girl. Yeah. I mean, she kills. She's a dastardly fellow. Um, <laughs> anyway, this one I thought was really quite humorous. It's a great kill. It's very funny. It's impactful. It's pretty rough and all it's around. A, and it's a fair It's a fair representation of some practical effects that that movie did a tremendous job with. So. Totally shout out! Agree. Shout out to the guy, the original like tweaker guy in that movie, who just his life becomes agony for like a day, <laughs> yeah. and then someone knocks yeah. him over and he breaks into a million pieces. You know, that's that's actually that's a lot of what that movie is is like, ex, ex, like rough, extremely extended, extended yeah. anguish, <laughs> but done for laughs. Very but fun. Yeah. Yes. yeah, that's why I picked it. I like the pick. I yeah. like the pick. Mark, how about you? I knew this one the second I saw it. I was totally smitten with it. In Fear Street, 1994, okay. oh, yeah, Lady versus Brett. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> now, part of it is that it's a relatively meaningful character that you didn't think was going to die. Oh, absolutely. True. And then Bread Slicer. And the one thing I love about horror movies is... Not, common, is it a bread slicer? Common, it's, yeah. It's, 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 I thought it was it's like just, a deli meat thing. It's a bread slicer. It's a, you're it's right, a you're slicer right, for right. a loaf of bread. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I love about horror is you can take a completely... I mean, probably pretty safe, probably multiple... Go- I mean, it's Hard to hurt yourself so with, yeah. Maybe this was a little bit before the lockout, tagout procedures and OSHA and all that <laughs> stuff. But, like, it would be pretty difficult to thread a, a skull through a bread slicer. Yes, it would. And yet, here, here, they, you, here you have it. This is what could happen <laughs> if you're not practicing proper safety protocols near a bread slicer. That's yeah. a great kill. This, this one came, a, kill. It came across and my brain. Mark said it, but this is Fear Street 94 yes, for the listener. First one. <laughs> for the sake, just, I'm just going to put this out there. I'm lumping basically all the Fear Street movies. I'm just going to call them Fear, Fear Street, Street from sure. now on out. I, I mean, I, 94 is far and away the best one. I, yeah, I liked it the most, but also they were all very solid. Yeah. No. Which one did you like the best? 
The second. Seven, okay. Eight. Yeah, yeah. 78 is good, too. Awesome. For the first two they're are great. All good. They're, they're all good. They're all good. The, they're third, all the good. third one had a, too much time of, of what I didn't care for. Anyway. <laughs> I like the kill, though, Mark. I great agree. I agree. It's a great, great pick. Great That's going to take us to the official review nominee. Yeah. And for me, I mean, this movie is going to come up a few times on this list for me. But we reviewed Just Get Out this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's I, like, yeah, this is my runner-up. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm picking, I mean, the Allison Williams kill at the end of the movie, Lil Ray Howery. Oh, this is not the kill that I had. No, I did, yeah. That kill is so cathartic. Yeah. You've been through so much. It's been he's like it's brutal watching him try to get out of this place and escape. Yeah. And then there's so much catharsis in the final kill where he pulls up and you think it's the cops, but it's yeah. airport security. Lil Ray Howery coming to the help. TSA. Yeah, so good. <laughs> no, I I like the angle on that one. Yeah, uh, I thought you were gonna go with the antlers. Also, antlers is good. Antlers Very is good. it's symbolic. Yeah. Um, antlers is my runner-up slash possibly my actual nominee, depending on whether or not you disqualify my number. Ooh, one. interesting. <laughs> I'm intrigued, but it's just the sheer catharsis that comes from killing. You know, the last kill of that movie, and the comedy and levity you get from it after just the brutality and really horrible race sure. stuff that's been going on is delightful. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Jake. Oh, I get to go next. Uh, I went. I went in the same order. None what? of this snake bullshit. <laughs> no, it, no, 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 no. It's not about the snake. It's just about I'm going to be surprised no matter what. Picture <laughs> we, a clock. We've had a little. I can't do these things. And this and is counterclockwise. Go and flip it around. <laughs> picture a clock in the back. The point. The point of this episode is that we're drunk. These sort of spatial and time related things are not going to help me. Okay. So uh, mine is bit of an interesting one I'm, I'm kind of curious with what mark's going with when he's saying we might disqualify his and i'm wondering if we might have the same one oh I feel wow like mine might be disqualified because you don't actually see a death okay but it's the implication I, that's a kill uh mine is emma in ratter yep. because that, that whole that fucking it. movie okay. is so much yes, and then at the it end is. it is so with a capital s and a capital o much it doesn't let up at the end <laughs> oh my god it takes a lot and makes it a lot more the kill yeah the movie is, it is so distressing from start to finish and the kill ratchets it up <laughs> it is it, so distressing yeah and that's exactly yeah. what my top and then one it just sort of well. ends <laughs> i figured it would be marks because i notably mark i believe was in tears over this one the first time he saw it and kind of the second time. it's a lot it's, it's punching the gun. I mean, yeah. you I, don't I, see like a death a full-on shot you just know that that shit's coming yes. and it's probably going to be bad before that they're gonna, they're gonna save it for um, what happens for Ratter 2 Tournament of Champions <laughs> <laughs> uh, where she gets back at him yeah probably a revenge sequel have you seen so the movie good. The Room it's a lot like that a revenge probably. sequel would be so good <laughs> no just like Room that. The Room is oh, the Tommy yeah, Wiseau room. I was I was actually wondering I did, <laughs> Room is the Brie Lars oh, I did not oh, hit her mock I did not Emma Ratter mine Mark's also. I'm mine not is, disqualifying it. It's yeah, great. Disqualifying so it. notably, it's Mark and my scene, pick and runner-up were the exact same. <laughs> yes. There's we only reviewed like ter- five movies this year. <laughs> On prop of the year, I imagine we're going to be in lockstep for both 2021 and for I mean, movies we've reviewed. I guarantee that's false. I, yeah, oh. I actually went in a different direction with mine, even though I know exactly what you're going to put on okay. the top one because it was my runner-up. <laughs> okay. And because we talked about it at length yes, on the podcast. for both of those. <laughs> uh, next category... Is the oh my god, ow, fuck, my eyes. You ever do that? I forgot to blink award for most immersive movie of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Rocking Horror World's extracurricular one. 
Uh, okay, so 2020, start, 2020, Let me ask a question here. Yeah, that one. 20, Where 20, do we stand on TV series? Is, is I'm okay this? to include them. I hope that we're good to include them because this I was my question for this category okay, good. as well. Well, I, I've done a I've done a TV series when it is there and when and can, then a runner up. Can we all just say Midnight Mass is very immersive and then pick a movie, please? Yes, okay, Mid- cool. Midnight Mass was one of those great. that like every time we my wife and I watched it together, we'd watch an episode and I'd be like, let's watch two or three more tonight. And she'd be like, no, I want to go the fuck yeah, to bed. Like, no, I want to watch more of this. Here, pro tip, pro tip. Imagine if you're going to watch Midnight Mass, stop the episodes in the middle. Because <laughs> if you get to the end, you have they to watch want to know what they're the doing. Fuck yeah. goes next. We are yep. not bingers at all. And we. It's real. We I mean, all Flanagan shows are like that. To that trap. The same thing happened with, uh, especially The Haunting of Hill House. That's like, I need to watch the next sure. episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And this one was very much like that. Fucking I think Mike this one even. It, it got me more in the binge related. Fashion, I that. But, so that so I would pick that, but, yeah, but movie. get that out of the way. Yeah. Okay. 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 Movie. Uh, Mark, why don't you go first this time, my friend? Oh, we're mixing it up. Okay. This Should is going to be a controversial pick. And Ooh. it's one that I desperately want you guys to watch as well because I need to talk about it. I, I picked Seance. Oh, yeah. That was on my list. I didn't quite get to it. He was like, I, he's been imploring us to watch this movie for a while. I know. And I figured you were taking it. I was trying. Yeah. Something about the way this movie evolves over time from like thing A to thing B to thing C to what the hell just happened uh, kept me absolutely glued to my television screen throughout the entire time. Uh, This is from the writer of uh, Your Next, which notably, I'm probably, you know, weighing a bit on the scales here, is my favorite movie. It's your favorite movie, movie. yeah. So, but I mean, they also wrote, um, help me out here, The Guest? Yeah, The Guest. Yeah, Yeah, The Guest. Which has a lot of issues and i think putting this movie in the context of those of the other two movies that we've reviewed on this podcast uh-huh. it fits with those two things <laughs> okay uh just go fucking watch it it's, <laughs> it's on shutter i mean i yeah i it, it is namely like specifically the type of movie that works on me okay uh so might not have the exact same impact and there's a lot of loose nonsense in the background yeah uh but it was loose nonsense that I really fucking enjoyed looking at. I like that. So there I like it that is. very much. Seance. I picked a movie that neither. I also picked a movie the other two people haven't watched. For ah, most immersive, uh, I picked uh, Things Heard and Seen, okay. which is the adaptation of All Things Cease to Appear, which is a much better name. Amanda I don't know why they fucking changed it. it Amanda yeah, Seyfried. Yep, say. and Natalia Dyer and James Norton. Um, Natalia Ja. What. That's a Led Zeppelin joke. Because okay. the Dyer Maker is pretty much Oh, Jamaica. Maker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was very confusing for I me. Know. But I, I, it went right over my head. It's, but it was a smart... It's a thinker. It's an inside <laughs> joke with myself. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm not going to say I could have gotten there on my own. <laughs> yeah, no. Nor should you have. <laughs> um, this movie is just really compelling. It's largely on the performances of Amanda Seyfried and James Norton as a couple whose relationship is deteriorating. There's psychological stuff. You're not sure what's real, but you really want to know. And then this thing makes a choice and leans into it. And it's also very, very fucking compelling. This movie was just easy to watch on every level and super compelling. And I was glued to the screen from start to finish. This is on Netflix. It's a high recommend from me. Sure. Yeah. Jake, what about yourself, buddy? Yeah. I went with one that I, I, I didn't watch many movies that other people didn't. You too. Did a tough year, man. You know, so many vacations and weddings. <laughs> wedding. Yeah, the wedding is an actual excuse. I was trying to downplay the fact. What? <laughs> my, so my honeymoon doesn't count. Fine. Oh, just your honeymoon counts I only get a pass for the, hun- okay. So, but the last quarter is, we all get off. lots of passes for lots of things. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't sign off on that. Hold on. <laughs> We all have equally valid reasons I'm for not having more of a pass. stuff. I'm getting more of a pass. You watched more, though. That's so. true. I just want to let, let the record show. 
We had a baby this year, and I still watched more movies. That's than I just did. as hard as eh. going to the beach in Hawaii, Mark. <laughs> eh. You got to sit around with the baby a lot. You have to indoctrinate it into the horror verse. Somewhat. We better. all get passes. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Can I pick my movie? Yeah. My 2021 most immersive film is The Night House. Hell yeah, dude. This, so. Wait, Jack has seen this. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. You guys both picked ones. I actually didn't get oh, to the second you, half of that. I, I don't have much of a an ability to do that. I could, but none of those are why, really good. And you don't need It's not required. No, it's not required. Just when Yeah, Jack I know. I'm just sad. I'm just sad. I did not pick it's, one. Jack's in this see. movie. I see. I, uh, and you I say agree this with is immersive. This one, is an immersive movie. I couldn't take 100%. my eyes off the screen. Like, so part of this is how tremendous a job Rebecca Hall does in her role. She's so which compelling. Is a fairly high degree of difficulty. It's not the hardest thing I've ever seen to play, but it's pretty She's up a very there. realistic character. And oh, and she plays she performs it, it so well. in an interesting and nuanced way, I totally. think. And that helps with the immersion a lot. And for the vast majority of the runtime, I think that this movie, to not get spoilery, holds its hand close enough to its vest oh, that yeah. like you're not going to be able you to You don't know what's you, going you're, on. You're you're not going to be able to make much of a choice either way in like where you think this is going and that keeps you enraptured. Uh part of that is director David Bruckner, so who we've seen do quite a few things we like. Most recently it was The Ritual, which yeah, all yeah, of us yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Jack and me most specifically, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. Mark liked it I a love lot that too. Movie. Okay, we I all liked, love it. I picked it when we reviewed it. Great, <laughs> we all loved it then. I thought it was Jack and me most specifically. It's probably because we're more of the people getting fucked yeah, up. Yeah, you're in the, the woods. woodsy camping types. Uh, he I mean, he's done amazing stuff the whole way around. He did the accident part of Southbound, which yep. was a heavy hitter. He did Amateur Night in the original VHS, heavy hitter. Right. Like this guy knows what he's doing, and you have an actress that can do something like what we experienced in this movie, and it's going to be interesting to watch. Amateur Night was, was the pterodactyl chick, right? That yep. was the, I think, Wait. the very first full short in the first. Yeah, which, and then, but it was yeah, the pterodactyl. It was, the, it was yeah. the yes, yeah, and then and it, it got, got its it own. Got it got siren. Siren. Yeah. 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 Cool, cool, cool. So mine okay. was The Night House. I, I fully agree with that pick. Okay. Dude, Official review nominee. I guess that comes to me. Sure does, Mark. Uh, this is a weird one. I'm going to preemptively disagree with myself on this. <laughs> oh, and yet, no. And yet, guys, I am standing by it. We watched Hero. a movie so weird that oh, it was impossible to take your eyes off the screen because you just truly didn't have any idea what was going to happen next. The Empty Man? No. Okay. Empty Man. We watched a movie called Bird Boy, The Forgotten Children. I don't disagree. And Mask cartoon horror movie. Something just fucking weird about... Well, I mean, there's a lot of fucking it weird It was something else, Mark. This is one of, like, the... This is in its category all alone. And, some, and sometimes when you see something that is completely unique and not comparable to anything else... You, you can't look away. You have to pay attention yeah, to it. Yeah, absolutely. And literally, like, the, if, by, the, by the name of the award of I Forgot to Blink, Do You Ever Do That? That was Bird Boy for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can't look away because you don't know what the dog that is also an alarm clock is going to be screaming <laughs> about capitalists and I like fascists. this pick. I like this you pick. Know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, honestly, I scanned over the whole thing, and that was the one that really jumped out at me. I don't even know what I gave it for For, like, a rating? Yeah, for the record, we are not going with the numbers. Yeah. We... No. We don't have to be going with the numbers. It's a good test to be like, do I agree with what I've done to a sure. certain respect? Because oh, we do. Boy, I don't want to start putting that type of magnifying glass on <laughs> you my don't performance. Have to. You don't have start to. looking at everything under a microscope. It doesn't <laughs> make sense. Make sense. <laughs> yeah. No, I like I like that pick quite a bit. I my my pick here was I didn't want to go with Get Out because that I think by the numbers was yeah. going to be my one. Also it was fair. it's fucking immersive as all hell. But why so didn't I, you want to go with it then? Because there's another movie. 
that was actually less immersive the second time, but going off the initial experience, it and was you so to, immersive. You, you should be going off the initial video. Yeah, yeah, that I ignored a ton of the fundamental flaws of this movie. I'm talking about District 9. Thank you sure. for not saying The Empty Man. Oh, my God. No, District I 9. Thought you were, that's where, I thought that's where you were going. But yeah, District 9 is also fun. That movie fun. is so immersive, and I watched it so glued to the screen the first time I watched it yeah. that the second time I watched it, I was like, Wait, hold on. This stuff happens in it, too? Oh, this doesn't make any sense. I don't like this part. This Pro- is weird. Probably. I was thinking about this, too, actually, because this was in my thing. And I was also considering it for the effects award. But I think it's notable that this movie came out in 2009, which is like the sweet spot of we Bad CG. trying way too hard yeah. with CG. And it has some of that. It has some of that. The robot stuff at the end. still looks It looks fucking fantastic. In a way that's like, it sucks you in. And you don't, like... The things that are taking you out from an immersion standpoint are not the special effects. No, definitely not. And the ones, I mean, this is about a guy transforming into an alien, right? It, th- those effects look good. unbelievably yeah. good. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This guy. Um, yeah. So I picked I picked District 9. Um, it was probably, I mean, it was Get Out, but I'm picking District 9. Jake. Yeah, I, I went with the one that's closest to my heart. We reviewed one of my favorite movies the last few years this year. It was... Oh, Dark Song. Hi, it was, it is a Dark Song. It, it was, it is one of my favorites because it is very I was immersed in that, yeah. Uh, That's another kind of contemplative one. Very, I mean, it's slow. I it, said another, but that was on a different e- podcast we talked about. Oh, I see what you're saying. Movie. We've been talking a lot about feed. contemplative stuff. This is a movie that's right up my alley, so I'm going to find it immersive. It's yeah. a movie where it's, it's slow, it's dark, it's right in the name, but it's, it's slow and dark and a you have to saying. like get into that vibe, <laughs> but if you, a dork song. <laughs> But if you're sitting there by yourself just letting this wash over you, like, it can get under your skin. And I think an immersive movie in this genre should get under your skin. That's For sure. the feeling that I put it to does. it. And I like it does. the pick. I like the pick. A dork saying. <laughs> we made that joke a thousand times that episode. I don't Did recall. we? Yeah. I wouldn't know. That might be the title of that episode, frankly. <laughs> uh, that doesn't seem right. I think it's called A Big Old Gosa. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds more right. Yeah. Uh, what's next, Mark? Uh, we are about to review the I Pooped a Little Award for Scariest Film of the Year. This one's interesting. Jake, we're going first if we're continuing our Yeah, pattern. we're, sure. we're with, trying to avoid all patterns. Is this a snake? It's not it's a snake. not a fucking Motherfucker. snake. Motherfucker. It's a snake. It's starting with Jake, then it's going to be going around in circles, and then it's going to bounce across. And... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Snakes are wily. Don't cats. tread on me. Oh, now you <laughs> No it. step on snake. <laughs> I like that more. <laughs> no step on snake. Um, Jesus, what are we on? Oh, yeah, Scariest. <laughs> Thank you. Snakes. I didn't find a lot, not yet. I didn't find a lot of movies we watched this year that I watched. It's my own fault. Yeah. That out and out scary. So I went with the one that I think that that's what it was going for the most and it worked for the most part. Okay. Caveat. Ooh, interesting. Caveat had moments. Don't disagree with this. Caveat had moments that were downright scary. And outside of that, I think that the weirdness and the atmosphere that it built were. Second to none that Jake saw to go third person <laughs> on you because I didn't see a lot of movies. This was, I think, it, it stands up there. If I look at the last few years, it is a it is a frightening movie constructed to be weird and frightening. I agree with you. It is scary. I, I will say for me, the premise of this movie prevents it from hitting that top echelon of scariness for me. Does the, the absurdity of the premise? Does the, yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't totally disagree with that. But then, does the execution of that weird premise not surpass the weirdness of it the premise? It definitely surpasses it, and it is scary. Yeah. Just it, that's what prevented. It yeah. from being and there's a certain element that you add to it that's somewhat like Poe, Twilight Zoney. For sure. Both would fit in a certain way that really landed well with me. I like that. Yeah. I like the pick. I mean, there is one specific sequence yes. in that movie that 
is bone chilling yeah. and is probably the scariest thing that I did see this year. Okay. So I don't disagree with that, but it wasn't one of the ones that I picked. That you thought of? Cool. I actually also really I hope these are movies one. I haven't seen, by the way. This was this was one that um I really, really struggled with. I actually ended up writing down two and I'm still as we're doing this, I'm you don't know up which, with, one pick pick which one. Which one? Pick one. Pick Come one. true is a very, <laughs> very weird movie. Especially in the context of the fact that I'm giving this award. It's it's about sleep paralysis, so I feel like it helps in that regard. I If this movie had a better ending, it would be on so many more of my categories this year. But it does do enough like creepy, weird stuff that I did kind of like it. The real issue here is that the ending is so preposterously dumb that it kind of like nerfs the rest of the movie. Yeah. But if, if I... It nerfs the movie. If I... If I take that chunk out and I try and autocorrect for it, I do think... I mean, this was a pretty weird one that I did enjoy watching until we got to the end. And I mean, I didn't I didn't outright not enjoy the ending, but it is preposterously... And what is... Is this a psychologically scary, jump scare scary, good mix of the two? What, what, what it's like a... Well, I mean, the premise is that you're in a sleep study. Remember that, like, Russian sleep experiment yes. creepypasta thing yes. where you, like, if you don't sleep for long enough, then your demons come to life or right. whatever the fuck? It's basically that. Yeah. The thing so, Jake and I weren't allowed to participate in in college because we're left-handed. Psychological <laughs> to an extent. It's 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 ghosts to an extent. Um, I'm admitting this is a pretty weak nominee for me. Caveat's probably the better choice between those two. But whatever. Fuck it. Come true. I like uh, it. My like runner-up was, interestingly, Come Play, a very similarly named movie, <laughs> which is a much more straight up the middle. There's a demon in your cell in your, phone, and it's like yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. stalk children and eat them or something. I mean, that's scary. It is. I mean, that one was also scary in its own right. But Those scary movies have to have moments that stick with you uh visually a little bit yeah it can't just be concept it has to execute on that Sometimes absolutely it can be just concept not for me i'm trying to think of a movie not that's only me. concept Dar- a dark song is damn close yeah, to only concept oh, yeah a dark but song it does is execute. damn close it but the way it hits with like it's it's the visuals themselves in vacuums don't aid it but collectively what it achieves it is yeah. yeah jack well it's interesting so my runner-up and the one I was initially picked, but that I decided I couldn't go with, was a classic horror story, but specifically the first act of that. The people getting fucked within the woods <laughs> Only the first 30 minutes. It becomes a lot less scary after that. Well, Even yeah. though there is other scary stuff that's happening, that first part was bone-chilling to me. Instead, I went with The Night House for this one. Yeah. God, I gotta watch this movie. This wow. movie is scary. There's a lot of psychologically scary stuff. Not sure what's real stuff. There's a lot of old dark house stuff the and setting the setting is so good unbelievable yeah. shadow play yep. that got me a few different times it yeah. got me with the same really cool shadow play not like exactly the same but really worked on me three different times i think and that combined with uh, rebecca hall's performance and the like psychological nature of this, this is a really scary this movie. one comes out swinging a little bit it has I, I like the pick. Uh, it has a couple of those kind of like false summits. Yeah, it, it does. Especially at the very beginning because yeah. it's trying to condition you to the ones that it's actually going to throw your way. And right. It, I don't think it needed to do those because it the ones, what it achieves stands on its own merit. Sort of. Absolutely. But I do think those help uh, with the psychological parts. Of sure. You're not, uh, how, you don't know how unreliable a narrator she they're is. All, or I'm if also she is very or forgiving of them because they're so front loaded. There's like two. Yeah. And they're super front loaded. Like the movie comes out swinging pretty yeah. much. Yeah, um, it does. Her yeah. screaming at the kid's parent. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's, I mean, she holds it together. She does. She does a good she's job. She's speaking but it's, much more I, quietly than you currently are. <laughs> 
well. <laughs> so anyway, I picked uh, the night house, and it, that scared that scared me quite a bit. Yeah, pretty good on a few different levels. That's gonna take it to Jake. Oh yeah, so I jumped the gun. Mine's a dark song. Uh, oh nice, and it is almost all concept, For what but, we were but notably it's 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 yeah. Notably, it is that it can take that concept and put it to film in a way that gets under your skin again to use something that I mentioned with immersion. Yeah. It's that interplay of immersion leading to scare yeah, yeah, that I yeah. think it does well in a way that most movies we watch don't. And that's honestly why I like it so much. Not a lot happens, but it is creepy as fuck. And that's all that matters. It, it, it really is. makes your mind, your mind like kind of wander and start to kind of, just you don't know what's going to happen. Absolutely, and, that's, and they that's, also play with that who do you trust thing. Should you or should you not trust this person a little bit? Well, trust? and that's actually I love that point because the the interplay between the two characters in that movie, though it should qualify as yeah. part of this, really doesn't for me. It, um, it's, yeah, it's honestly just like it complements and the scariness. Yeah, the yeah. setting and the complexity of what they're doing and. Just how they can bring that occult idea to life is yeah. super cool. Yeah. And so for me, that one's going to, I mean, I obviously love that movie. I've had it for the last two categories for movie review this year. Whatever. Dark song. I like it. Mark? Hey, speaking of movies that have already made an appearance, um, I, look, if I'm, if I'm going to give a recommendation off of like the most traditionally scary movie that we've reviewed, I think it would be Haunt, but ultimately that was my runner up. I think that's the one that's like, if I'm going to tell anyone who hasn't watched a lot of horror what the scariest thing was that we watched, Haunt is going to fuck with most people. Okay. Uh, I actually went with Ratter, though, because of the emotional <laughs> response I had. <laughs> I, I did. That movie is so fucking terrifying. And I, when I yeah. watched it, I remember trying. I was leaning hard on Jack to get his sister, who was living alone in New York, to watch it. And <laughs> I wasn't going to do that to her. <laughs> no, I know. And I kind of let you know that you shouldn't because that would it would fuck her up. Yep. Um, or maybe not. I don't know. But... If I were a lone single woman living alone in New York and I watched that movie, it would be terrifying because as a married man in Boise, Idaho, it's still it scary. It still scares the <laughs> shit out of me. And he, the, the key to the fear of this movie is that the villain feels genuinely unstoppable, but in a very realistic way. There's nothing supernatural about this guy. It's funny you say that. He's not supernatural at all, but what we talked about on that podcast uh, was that it's a it's a haunted house movie. It is. He does all of the things that a ghost does. Yeah. He just happens to be human. Yeah. So it's written well enough to to make him have these extraordinary abilities of like being in the apartment at all times and sort of just and just being a from pretty good lock picker. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Exactly. He watched like three episodes of the Lock Picking Lawyer, and that's really all <laughs> that is necessary. Uh, so it all comes together to make a pretty convincing, scary villain in a in a real world stalker thing, which yeah. is not something that we review all that frequently on this podcast so yeah that one really got under my skin i obviously. totally agree i i picked it as the movie we reviewed as well okay cool yeah nailed it <laughs> uh so anything else that you want to say on that no okay you nailed it the next award is the pow zip bang sploosh <laughs> award for best effects okay i like it i like it are we going back to the pattern? Who's going? Uh, uh, Jack, you're one? going first. Okay, yeah. buddy. Okay. Uh, so for a 2021 movie, for me, it it was going to be one of two movies that are in the same vein. Can I guess? I want to uh-huh. guess. Please guess. Oh, I'm going to guess both. Okay. Okay. Guess both. Gaia and Super Deep. Super Deep's the one you actually put on top. 
Mark got it exactly right. Yep. Fucking absolutely perfect. Yeah. Uh, the super deep is, uh, I mean, Cordyceps, right? It was the, uh, is the villain. Gaia is, is Cordyceps. Yeah, wrong. I think, but that's also, I mean, some kind of fungus. So wait, super deep. super deep is just like floating mist that is also sort of the same it's thing. Fungus. Well, yeah. So they're both that. It's fungus yes. among us. Well, Gaia is specifically Gaia Cordyceps. is specifically Cordyceps. Yeah, but yeah. that's so weird. Yeah, it's weird. The way you did that and was preposterous. Well, yeah. and look, yes. both movies are very good. The way I think I have them pinned down in my head is that the Super Deep is better effects, less actual movie. Gaia, more actual movie, just a, one rung below on effects. So I picked the Super Deep as the best yeah. effects. That The reason cool. to watch that movie is the effects. Yeah. Uh, and they fucking, they're fucking stellar. Yeah. Cool body horror too. Really good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah we've talked about it at length now. That both of those movies are exceptional effects movies. Absolutely. Yeah, I had both written up as my runners up as well. But it's Jake's turn. Woo! I went with a very specific effects movie, and you can. Do you want to guess mine? No. Oh, you couldn't, could you? Even no, though I watched not. the least movies. Yeah, but the you fewest. haven't. The we fewest. Have, I bet. You, I bet if I went through your list, I could pick yeah, it out. Yeah, you could. But I, I mean, don't, so I don't. mine. mine yeah, wait, is... let's just. Okay, hold on. This is gonna be great radio. Let's just guess thirty movies. <laughs> don't do it. I watched less than thirty movies, by the way. Here's the thing. Mine is specific, but it's I, done with love and I, I know. I know what yours it's is. It's like a gourmet. Yeah, I know. What I, yours it is. It, oh, is sure, sure, sure. it is great practical, done in that very, very specific late eighties, early nineties way. Power Rangers villain way. It's to look at, and it's done perfectly it's wonderful yeah it's a specific it's all thing, practical but you couldn't get better at doing tell. it so no. it's the best effects movie and there's a lot there's a this lot is a very it. good pick there's a lot of it yeah yeah this is not an if judicious lack their own oh movie. god no it is a just ju- <laughs> nothing judicious about this movie is what i'm trying to say that'd be kind of weird to pick a judicious lack thereof movie as best effects yes yeah because we, yeah, we, we classically cap that one a little bit right yeah. yeah so no this one is not that well i also do not have one that is that do either of you care to guess what it is? Shut up, Mark. <laughs> you ruined it. You ruined this one. I feel bad. I, I, I'm glad that I'm going third because, frankly, all three of the ones we mentioned, Gaia, Super Deep, and PG, Psycho Gorman, all deserve higher accolades than the one I'm about to give it to. But <laughs> turns out, you have a reason. when you have a $90 million budget, you can do some cool shit with effects. Yes, you can. I like that we have a mention of that. I mean, money will buy you this category. We, well, not we. I don't think you've seen it, Jake. Jack and I have seen okay. this. Army of the Dead yeah. is a tour de force from an effects standpoint. Yes, like it is. I downloaded this to watch when I was traveling for my honeymoon. Didn't. Because I started watching <laughs> Ted Lasso and, you know. Ted Lasso's better. Then it happened, yeah. <laughs> but you, this movie's good. If you give Zack Snyder a Texas with a dollar sign on a check. Yeah. <laughs> And say, go make a zombie romp that is also apparently going to be a whole franchise. And, and well. give him a yeah. scriptwriter and executive producer that are like, we're it's people like comic books because they're fun. What if we made the fun part of comic books? Zack Snyder can do that. Yeah, he just can't make the serious part of comic books because it's boring. He'll not only make zombies that look cool. He'll make tiger zombies that look cool. He'll make zombies that have like rank and file. He'll make He'll weaponized make... concrete saws that look rad <laughs> as hell. A little bit saws. steampunked. There are there are zombies that are apparently powered by electricity, nuclear explosions. There are pedophiles that cracking... are replaced by stand-up comics. He made a CG safe cracking sequence that looked so good they what? made it. Entire movie based entirely on it. I I do feel like I don't know how much credit actually should go to Zack Snyder for this because obviously he has an entire like we should look at the department, department yeah that does all of this stuff but like. 
This is one yeah, of the best the, looking. Yeah, if this movies. is the Oscars, the department should be going up there. Not, I don't know if you guys. That. I don't know if you not guys that. heard me, but legitimately, he made a safe cracking sequence that looks so good. They've just made another movie based on that. <laughs> well, right. It's that's called that's Army of Thieves. Was, right. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Is now they've started to turn the thing into a franchise in and of itself. Just because of how good the safe cracking looked in it. Yeah, I mean, I'm well, happy this is mentioned. That actor is. He is very charming. Is. I'm happy this is mentioned. Yeah, he so, does. Some, at some point, things that look good. Although, just tangentially, the Army of Thieves movie sucks because he's annoying to hear for an sure. hour and a half straight. Yeah, not a great main character. No, great but Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder movies look really cool, and, and this looks really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good pick, Mark. So yeah, if throw a billion dollars at something, turns out it's gonna look pretty, pretty good. good yeah. <laughs> uh, official movie that we have reviewed nominee. Uh, is that me first? Yes. I went a different direction with this me one. Me too. I went me old. Too. Okay. I we went Creature from the again? Black okay. Lagoon. I was, there's my backup. This, yeah. I mean, this movie is so wonderful to watch now, and a lot of it is because how good the monster looks. The fact that they just got a stuntman who could do the diving yeah. and swim. The, that swimming scene where he's underneath the woman swimming is one of the coolest scenes I've ever seen. No, there's a ton that looks really cool here, and you yeah. know that it's because of the effects. I mean, none of that is easy. Definitely not, yeah. especially in 1930-whatever. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was much later than that. It was, this was 50s. 50s? Yeah. That doesn't sound right to me. I mean, Late black and white? Forties? Uh, I don't know. This whatever, but sixties. Nineteen ninety-three. Nineteen ninety-three. Yeah. Uh, this no, but and then I mean the creature is terrifying because of the way they make it. Nineteen fifty-four. Fifty-four. Wow. Slink around corners and underwater. All that's sure. fantastic, and to do it all in nineteen fifty-four. To be clear, if we had watched something like The Invisible Man this year too, that would have been in the same sort sure. of reasoning. Sure. Sure. Uh, if we're, I mean, so creature has a twenty twenty-one year advantage on Invisible Man. I probably if we're would... lumping all of the Universal Pictures monsters together, Creature from the Black Lagoon is the top. I think it's the best, but when you start to handicap based on like head start and stuff, it gets interesting. Which is it, because I am giving this movie credit for innovation, right? A lot of what it's doing is, yeah. but... Is hiring yeah. stuntmen who can hold their breath for five minutes? Well, and, I mean, they, it yeah. took, this is one where, like, it took so long to put the suit on, he wasn't allowed to take it off during the day, and it got so hot, he just had to stand in a field and get hosed <laughs> off for an hour at a time while they weren't doing his scenes. That's a lot, dude. That's a lot. It's crazy. Yeah. Really great. Plus, all the effects they had to use to ensure Julia Adams' legs. That was a separate thing. Her <laughs> no, legs were independently insured for like 500 Not for this movie. Just Not by her movie, agent. Just in general. Just by yes. her. Okay. Anyway, that's what I picked. I picked the creature from the Black Lagoon. Jake! I like it. Like I said, it was my backup. Uh, my pick was Evil Dead 2. Uh, Great pick. It's a, Great pick. It's a classic for a couple of reasons. One of which is that the effects are pretty not judicious and immense so i mean they built an entire house so he could get the like pass through shots he wanted right yeah i mean this is this is kind of like the duet between like how this was cinematographized and the effects that they employ yeah and it's fucking fantastic it looks so good like the, the effects here are really 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 solid and that's what makes this movie. This is what if, made Raimi Raimi. If, if they couldn't, if they could not stand up and like produce that volume of crazy looking shit, this movie would not be remembered the way it is. Definitely, which not. is as a classic. So I had to pick it. Which is as a classic that has had, obviously, at least a sequel, and then now there's a uh, mini series or whatever. Yeah. based on there's been a well. TV show for yeah. a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Plus Bubba Hotep and all that other stuff that happened afterward that is obviously not related, but it's in the same. It's the same. I mean, yeah. Anything Raimi's doing, like it. This is the birthplace. This is when he was really able to like make it happen, right? Because when he first made this, like you go back and kind of like look at some of that. 
It's not the same. Same no. idea. Get some bankroll behind it, and you can see what happens. For sure. Yeah. Jake, I, I truly hate that decision. I also gave it to Army of Darkness and <laughs> Evil Dead 2, <laughs> which we did on one episode. We did on one so episode, so I picked one movie. I like, yeah, you're right. Uh, I, I actually literally wrote down Evil Dead 1 and 2 and Army of Darkness. Yeah. Technically, we didn't review Evil Dead 1. I did that as an extracurricular thing, but I'm lumping them all into, yeah. into one because it was a, a spectacular that we did. Yeah. Another. It, not an omnibus. This is an omnibus spectacular. That was just a regular spectacular. <laughs> good. Good. But yeah, you got it exactly right. I mean, there's, again, not judicious lack thereof. It's like... How I don't know how many fucking brothers were involved with this situation, but the 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 the, the, the Raimi clan just showed up and made everything work, and everything from dancing claymation skeletons to shots. Uh, I mean, at this point, they were funded by a studio, but you know, they yeah. created a Renaissance scene, geysers of blood, uh, cameras flying through walls fantastic yeah. animating deer that are laughing at you yeah it's so fucking good so much everything so much and it all looks great and it's all delightful well that's the funny thing it doesn't not all, all of great. it's delightful <laughs> it so you've agreed with different parts you disagreed with different parts of what i said it's all delightful it doesn't all look great okay yeah. and he said it all Actually, looks great the, but it's the, not the all the delightful. part that's not delightful mm, isn't it that movie i'm forgetting which one there's well, the problematic stuff like. is not delightful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Let's What's just the say problematic it? stuff? We don't need to go into it. There's some problematic oh, stuff in early Raimi movies. There's some by wooded creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the next award, <laughs> which I believe I'm going first on, is the, cool. must, the Mustache a, Twirler Award for Best snake. Villain Beast General Antagonist. Okay. Dope. Okay. So, within our extracurricular movies that we watched. Um, just say 2021. Okay, within the 2021 Thank movies you. that we watched, I I want to give a special shout out to the crew from Vicious Fun. They were a gas. Everybody should probably go watch that because that's okay. one of my favorite movies for okay. this year. Interesting. Okay. But okay. the one that I actually chose is the one that Jack also actually chose. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say, and Jake probably didn't. I'm going to go ahead and pick Gabriel from Malignant. Malignant. <laughs> Mark Malignant. absolutely got my. Malignant. You, Mark, you've got you got my uh, you've got my wavelength. I can read today. you like a book, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, you got to cut that. You got to cut out that cancer. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the I don't we I don't think we want to go out of our way to spoil this. No, we don't. But the supernatural demon that can communicate through radio waves, which is never something they actually touch on in the movie, and aside moves from the fact that it happens. Like a regular human moving backwards. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, who lives in an attic that has a giant industrial fan uh -huh. for some reason and wears a lot of leather. It's like if you made Batman live in an attic and but let him decorate it. That's the attic it lives in. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, if you've seen Malignant, you know exactly what we're talking about. This fucking, uh, it's whatever. such a fun a villain. Weird movie that is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. You and you got that's who I picked. So I don't uh, know if I was going second, I but I went second. I, I know. <laughs> Jake? So Jake, that's gonna leave it up to you. Your 2021 movie. Yeah, and I obviously went way off script here and didn't pick what Mark said. Well, I knew it wasn't gonna be that. It was that though is the thing, and I'm very oh yeah no it was obviously gonna be that he's so know. fun yeah he's so I mean he has a lair he has a fucking and his lair. like cloak yeah duster combo he is the he is the epitome of villain and yeah he's, he's in one of the 2021 movies I couldn't not pick that that's fair dog. plus his little yeah. arms any shout outs then for runners up no just that guy just um, Gabriel I, go back through my list <laughs> it was not close it was not close. <laughs> So I guess not. Okay, then in it, that case, let's just move right on. Uh, I did. I did want to call out um, 
uh, things heard and seen. The the villain in that is... Is that Amanda Seyfried? Yes. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> um, I'm going to do that every time. It's a much more one. dramatic villain, um, but do really, you? really... Acting! Really well done. Really scary, really imposing. Very good villain, but... I get like it's it, it was not close for me me neither at all but I guess if I had to pick one Mimi from Psycho Gorman would have probably taken great the cake villain because she villain. is hilarious Wait, Mimi's the villain the little girl Gorman? oh yeah. my god yeah I mean if she we're going villains villain. I'm most scared of I pick old because I'm pretty frightened of aging <laughs> <laughs> a special beach I'm I'm afraid of magnetic resonance that makes me age more than I normally I hate would. this I hate this movie already. <laughs> Oh, you should watch it. It's brilliant. Anyway, I, it. I, I picked I picked Gabriel, but it could have been Mimi from Psycho Gorman. I she is Gabriel. a delightfully dreadful creature. That's going to take us to our <laughs> official review nominee. Listener, Mark has just come back in. We, we took a little break off camera. Mark came in with a glass of fucking milk. I did. Okay. Yeah. Just uh, I needed a cool, refreshing beverage. It's like, get out in here. Yeah. So, we haven't talked about what beers we're drinking, by the way. Oh, there's so many that. types and kinds. Oh, I picked... I picked I, I'm drinking a PBR. And I'm drinking All a types and shapes different. <laughs> I, I'm drinking a PBR because that's what we're here to do today. We're here to award Blue Ribbons. I like that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I myself got the Idaho Field Pack of Sockeye Beers, uh-huh. uh, all IPAs, because I'm back in Idaho and I'm drinking Idaho beers. Good not so you, much buddy. available in good Honolulu. For you. And I, yeah. I brought a bunch of winter seasonals because it's the oh, winter good. time, one of which is the anchor Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, which is dead center of the time that this is being recorded in. Not yeah. guaranteed it's going to be released. Jake, I also bought you and your wife a bottle of A to Z Pinot Gris. Why'd you have to do that on air? Because I was just suggesting Well, because we, we might drink, drink it. it on air. We're going to do the wines for the But times. then my wife doesn't get any of it. No, that's true. It's does fine. she listen? We have. There's no chance she listens no, to the No, she Omnibus. does. She listens. Not I just don't know if she'll get to this part. <laughs> Definitely. No, no, no. Honestly, we have so much wine, she's not going to care. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, it's fine. Yeah. So it's also fine. maybe that. We're going to drink some wines for the time. Probably some whiskey. That's on point. Look, there's going to be whiskey. Eventually. God. Who do you think we are? Mark, you just slammed that. Oh, my God. Yeah, Jesus Christ. You oh chugged a glass of milk. <laughs> oh, my God. You psychopath. Can I quit? Can I quit? <laughs> yeah, pop, end of the podcast. Don't you do it again? I can do it end again. Of the no. fr- end of the friendship. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead to me. What's Where like, are we? What are we doing? We're supposed to play disc golf tomorrow, but I'm disfriending you. The <laughs> disfriending. <laughs> you have to play one hole behind us. You're not <laughs> no, you're, to I'm to keeping us. you in front of me, buddy. <laughs> You're playing one full ahead. One full good, hole good, ahead. One good. full hole ahead. This has been a good endeavor. <laughs> I like that this is all mid-category. Yes. <laughs> What's the category? The listener has no idea what happened. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Again, we ratcheted because of the milk. Official review. Off. This is the official movie that we actually reviewed nominee for the mustache. What I hate to feel right. Mm. And okay. I believe I'm going first. I think I'm that's gonna right. I'm going to talk to myself. Yeah. Um... So look, obviously it's the scrunts from Lady in the Water. I, it's, it, we're all going to probably have Scrunt. It. Uh, that, Scrunt. That episode hasn't even happened yet. so It'll happen before this one does. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> I guess that's true. Um, but aside from the J.G. Scrunt. Um, J.G. Wentworth. 877-NARDS <laughs> now. <laughs> Nards? What are they called? It's not Nards. What? Nards? No. What, what is the... Narf. 877-NARFs now. Nards. Nards. Wolfman. It's a stupid fucking word. Rusty Nail from Joyride was who I picked. Jesus fucking Christ. Ted Levine. Uh, Yeah, Micro. Voiced by Micro. Great, great performance. Really Voice acting performance. An imposing character. And a movie that I think we all landed on as being one of the unsung classics of like the early aughts. It's a really fun summer movie. 
and we all enjoyed it. It's and it's because the villain is it's good. It's because you got to see Paul Walker's butt. And Steve Zahn's butt. They both got good butts. <laughs> Look, Steve Zahn has a fine butt. You get to see his full dick and balls in the White Lotus show. Well, that, he's wearing a... It's a piece. It's like Probably. A, it's, a it's a front's piece. Yeah. It's a front's piece. He, he's got to use it for the for the historical accuracy of the painting that he's posing in. Jack, it is a deep well of weird jokes that we're making. Look, I... His balls I'm, are swollen because he has cancer, except he doesn't. Right. I'm going to talk about Ratter as my runner-up because I didn't want to pick Ratter you're again ta- for like two categories in a row. But I do want to mention it because that villain, I think, is objectively my favorite villain of the movies we've reviewed. Sure. But I'm going to go with a villain that's had a lasting legacy on the horror genre as a whole. I'm picking the Deadites from the Evil Dead 1 and 2. Jake just started to <laughs> high-five me and then pulled his hand out so fast. Same reasoning. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, the Deadites are fucking amazing. They're and and I like that they're they're specific enough that they have a vibe, but they're loose enough that they're whatever the fuck they need to be at any given point. So Sam Raimi can do his weird effects. You know what I mean? They can possess totally. whatever. Do you, do you have a specific Deadite in mind? No. Because there's that. I mean, that's a wide category. The whole I mean, of the Deadites. Of, no. They're... The Deadites are kind of a state of mind, man. They're a, they're a vibe. They're, they're a whole vibe. They're an ephemeral concept. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Why not? They can possess whatever. I'm picking evil as my villain. Kind of. Yeah, <laughs> but but goofy, sarcastic evil. Yeah. I like <laughs> it. Cool. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Jake. Mine's a bit different. Mine is also for lasting legacy on the horror genre, and mine is a misunderstood villain. Mine Ooh. is Creature. Yeah. Creature the yep, Black yep, Lagoon. Yep, 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 not yep. even the villain in that movie, if you really look at it. Definitely not. Humans are the villain. And particularly they one, one or two, one really though, vil- human is yes. the villain. But yeah. he is the villain in the movie. Yeah. Like he is a universal monster. Yeah. He is one of the classic <laughs> monsters. Monsters read villain. Uh, we watched this movie and reviewed it this year. I could not not pick this because it's the most interesting to me, I yeah. think. For sure. Just a misunderstood monster. I mean, a lot of those universal villains are, though, right? Frankenstein's monster. Sure. He didn't do Absolutely. anything wrong. Not Invisible Man. That guy's just an asshole. <laughs> that that guy Invisible is Man is the asshole. notable exception. Dracula's, Dracula's also kind of a dick. Dracula's a dick, but he's but also he just he trying follows, to survive. He follows rules. He's yeah, they him. follow rules. He's got to count rice that you leave on the I mean, windowsill. Creature follows rules, too. Yeah, that's what... Yeah, being, exactly. yeah. being a no, animal. My point was that the Invisible Man is just an irredeemable he, asshole. Yeah, he is just a dick. Yeah, the Wolf Man just wants an antidote, like... They're yeah. all good, except for the Invisible Man. Yeah. He's just a dick. No, and yeah. I think that it was... Phantom of the Opera's kind of a the dick, The opportunity too. presented yeah. itself to present one that is... I love, I love this seen pick. as being a villain, yeah. but is I love this pick. I love all this a villain. Pick. Yep. Okay, sure. great. Okay. Great. Got Greatly it, got portrayed. It. Yep. Fantastic. Uh, on to our next category? I think so. Okay. I believe that's but where I'm we are, Mark. pretty confused. The, do you remember that scene from Contact Award for cinematography? <laughs> this one is interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think Jake's starting this time. Yep. Am I? Yes. I had it between two movies, and it was really hard. This one pick was one. like the hardest pick okay. for me, okay. but I did pick. Okay. And I, after a long deliberation, I picked The Night House. Okay. Because looks great. I think that the most important scenes of that film were completely dependent upon how that was portrayed through cinematography. Yeah. I, I like that. This. being said, I, I think that last night in Zoho, despite its faults, had really great cinematography Looks as well, great. so I want to yep. get a call out. So. Soho was my backup. The color yeah. is so cool in yeah. last night in Soho. Yeah. And, it, I, and look, Edgar Wright is a fantastic cinematographer. Like, yeah. I, and user yeah. of color. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, though, I went Nighthouse because I think it was more important to the film, to the film's success, than last night in Soho. 
Last I, night in Soho promised more and delivered less. Yes. I agree. There you go. Yeah. No, I I, I like that pick. Uh, Mark, is it you or me next? Uh, we've been going anti-clockwise, so it's you. Okay. That would be clockwise, but that's fine. No. Oh, we've been going anti-clockwise. It's me. <laughs> I don't know. I've There's three of us. It's, it's a hard. snake. It's a snake. It's not a snake. It's, a snake. it's not a snake. It's, it's a never snake. snaked. <laughs> two lines create two points create a line. I'm back. And two lines create thing. a snake. It's, he's got it. Two lines create a snake. I went with the other <laughs> massive movie from this year, uh, which we talked about at length on our last little glimpse into the podcast. Uh, I went with Candyman. Yeah, Nita sure. Costa's Candyman. She does a by Jordan great Peele. job. That's cool. Yeah, there's so many cool visual motifs in her movie. She does such a good job of it. They keep recurring. Yeah, I mean, in a movie about an artist who is a professional photographer who's discovering the Candyman and the racial ramifications of the urban legend of Candyman. Aside from the folklore that's happening in the background, telling the story through the art of that movie is something that comes through in spades. Totally. Uh, I mean, it's an absolutely beautiful movie. The narrative gets into places where at the end is a little bit threadbare, and there's some other criticisms of that movie that we could probably get into in another episode. Sure. But it's astoundingly beautiful. Unassailable. Yeah. From a visual perspective. Uh, And it was like the first note I had after writing down my thoughts at the end was like, wow, that was a really fun thing to look at. Absolutely. No, I fully agree with you. Not what I picked, but I fully agree with you. Okay. Interestingly, I picked a movie that neither of you have seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I here's, here's what I'm going to say. It's going to be an interesting parallel with what I assume one of you two, that one, Jake one, is going to pick for the movie we've reviewed. It's hard to have a movie set in Iceland that uses sweeping Icelandic vistas and not have it be the most beautiful cinematographically. There's a movie I watched called Lamb that is most of the movie that <laughs> oh, does the that. Oh, the 24 movie. That's yep. surprising. And I picked that for best cinematography of the year. And Midnight Mass. But you know. How could you tell what the cinematography looked like through your tears? <laughs> I couldn't for a lot of it. <laughs> but it was still I just assumed. Was a yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. also Midnight Mass looked looks fucking wonderful let's get that out of the way the yeah, the the san juan's like shots they use Wrong. at sunsets no <laughs> well, they, they filmed, they filmed in the off san vancouver juan. yeah definitely set on the east coast so. that's fine that's Just fine i was wrong about that but that. it is filmed on the west coast okay um, and I'm it looks fucking wonderful in and cinematography is critical to that show and he does a really good job yes. but for movies i picked lamb this movie is like the 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 vastness and barrenness and meanness of the Icelandic wilderness is as important to this movie as like it is to the best Westerns when, when they use it in that way. And I fucking, I love that shit and it's, it's done to good effect. It's cool to see it brought to life. Like Iceland's one of those places that anytime you try to take a picture, you're like, this is fuck it. You can't take a bad picture. It's literally impossible. No, it's like literally nothing represents how good it looks to make this look right. Yeah. Like it's not going to do it. Right. So when you do see a movie that looks beautiful, like the one, you're giving this award to, and like one you're alluding that I'm going to give an award to. I'm coming up guessing. In about 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, so I'm giving that it to something. Lamb. Yeah. Um, and uh, that brings us to Jake's 2021 movie. Yeah, so Bokeh would be the obvious choice here, given what Jack just said and the joke that we just made, and it was my backup. Well, uh, Bokeh is a movie we reviewed. It didn't come out in 2021. So I'm sorry. Yeah. Gotcha. What I meant was we reviewed it. Well, we reviewed it this year. I'm just going to yep. interject right here. Jake and I had the same top two. Okay. Yeah top two mm-hmm. well you just said bokeh was your runner-up it was also my runner-up it's my runner-up exactly as well chooses your top one do you yes yeah it's evil i don't dead. think it's you... evil dead too okay. um and bokeh would have been oh. bokeh Wait, we're on been 2021 it. movie right now no no we're he not. went first 
This is why you're so confused. I don't know what's happening. Okay. I don't either. Wait, did you do a 2021? Yes, I did. I did Night House. I did the Night House. Yeah, he went first. Yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. And now I'm doing... That's why it's confusing. Peeing in the middle of categories is confusing. <laughs> so <laughs> Would you like a nice, refreshing glass of milk? No! We're <laughs> back, lose Jack. my mind. We're back. Movies reviewed this year. Okay. So you were thinking that I would give it to Bokeh. Okay. And I didn't. Right. But I was my- correct to give mine to a 2021 movie. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yes, movies we reviewed and this now year. We're on to I thought you were going to give it to Bokeh. You haven't. And Listener, I haven't. Don't start with this episode. <laughs> and I haven't, but it was super close. Okay, but okay. I did give it to Evil, to Dead, Evil Dead, Dead, Dead Two because of again, like I the I, house he built so he I, could I, pass the camera well, through walls and, that, and and all of just the insane. Like we're talking about fucking swirling through the woods. The camera's going all sorts of off kilter. Like that is. If you look at the cinematography of that, you're like, that is a Sam Raimi movie. Absolutely. And that doesn't happen with too many people. No, it doesn't. I'm gesticulating wildly and Mark is making mention of it. I mean, there's a reason that scene in Spider-Man 2 is so fucking iconic, and it's because of Sam Raimi. Now, when Doc Ock's arms come alive, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's... It was was impossible for me to not give it to that. Sure, sure, sure. I like that you alluded to Bokeh, because it it did cross my mind, just because like I love shit that's just... It's a lower degree of difficulty is the problem. It's yep. set in a beautiful place. It's hard to I mean, make it look. That as movie was as well. a tourist, uh, like a tourist ad for Iceland. It so. was. <laughs> it was. I mean, that's what that movie was. Yeah. It was like, let's have something that's like, uh, like, kind of a disturbing situation that looks beautiful. Was that movie? <laughs> and they did it. They did it. So okay, I didn't give it to Army of Darkness or Evil Dead Two, but you gave backup to Bokeh. or Bokeh. I gave backup to Bokeh. I thought Jake was going in a different direction because we happened to review his like favorite fucking movie of all time, and I assumed that's what it was going to be. I gave it to a Dark Song, which is a very similar movie to sure. Bokeh, sure. and I guess you could similar say, reasons. Yeah, you could and say to Lamb <laughs> lower degree of difficulty because it's just like sweeping views of I think whales. But think there's so, so much time spent in the house, there, and that's also why I think it's pretty good and at the right? time spent like, in the house the, the the motif of the rectangles hey, on the hey, floor hey. and the walls and the that's really i weird. obviously don't disagree with you. <laughs> yeah uh, and we talked about this quite a long time on that episode it's a beautifully shot yeah. movie yeah. yeah like the reason it works is because of how well constructed all of the shots are and the reason I mean, it doesn't feel boring is because of how good the visual storytelling is when nothing's happening like there's yeah. a exactly. ton happening and that's getting more into like effects from that movie because like it, a, but it's a still big part of what that movie does too is like the detail of the shit that yeah. they write on the floor and all that I stuff. I love that Dark Song is cleaning up on the year after it was <laughs> reviewed. <laughs> That's how good that fucking movie is. If you haven't seen it, listener, do it now. Uh, but yeah, cinematography, whatever. Yeah, it was good. great. Totally agree. Um, so again, Bokeh was my runner-up. It probably would have been my top, but I didn't want to pick just two movies that are yeah. just Iceland, um, the yeah. movie. Yeah, uh, I so... watched uh, Iceland Tourism's Board. <laughs> So I picked Take Shelter as my top cinematography. This is another really quiet movie where visual storytelling is absolutely critical to the the movie. It's the same reasoning. It It is. Turns out we just like movies where you have to. If you want to do well in this category, make your actors be whispering for most of it. And if you want to make a movie I like, make a contemplative movie with beautiful landscapes that feels isolating and makes you think about yourself. Have some nice B-roll. You didn't like Bokeh, I thought. I liked Bokeh a lot. That's all it was. Yeah. It was depressing. It was Mm. depressing. And the story makes... I mean, there's barely a story. Well, all it is is the world ends and then someone can't deal with it. But I liked Bokeh a lot. I I thought you guys both hated it. No, No, definitely not. Um, But I picked Take Shelter. This is a really cool movie. A lot of visual storytelling. Beautiful cinematography. Beautiful landscapes. But also cool, tight shots when he's losing his mind a little bit inside the interiors. The bomb shelter, etc. Really good No, that movie does look good. Yeah. 
Okay. That's going to take us to the Scatman worlds. The Scats. <laughs> Scatman's world. Hold on. See, Scat- this is written incorrect, like the, weirdly. The Scats Man World Sc- <laughs> award <Yeah>. for <laughs> best musical score. Jack, oh, damn it. you're heading this one off for 2021 movie. Okay. So this would be for 2021. Last Night in Soho. This wasn't even close for me. This has a beautiful score, really cool and well used, and also just a shit ton of licensed music, as you'd expect from an Edgar Wright movie that all works really, really well. If there's an Edgar Wright movie on the list, it's going to win best score for me. That's I can't think of an Edgar Wright movie that wouldn't win best score for me. Hundred uh, percent. So it's it's not even close. It was it was uh, last night and so. Yeah, you're taking mine as well. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, and maybe Jake's. We'll see. No. Oh. Interesting. Okay. okay. I Good. I, I like the pick. Yeah. Uh, I gave it something else, but I like the pick. Do we want to talk about his score at all while we're we in can. here? I mean, it's a lot of Petula Clark. I love. <laughs> I I listened to. Uh, I inherited a vinyl collection from my parents. Okay. Uh, they finally they've been trying to pawn that thing off on me for a long time, and I finally got a, a record player. So they gave it to me, and they have a bunch of like fucking banger records. So we listened to Petula Clark live at Albert Hall. <laughs> nice. And that is a really good. A album. few Dusty Springfield album record uh, songs on the on the track, as I recall. Uh, wishing and hoping is the main one, uh, but the the two that were, I uns- perhaps unsurprisingly for you guys that sold me on it were the ultra ultra deep cut Who and Kinks song he used. He's starstruck he by loves the kinks. kinks. He uses the yeah. Kinks like twice. And love is like a heat wave by the Who, which is like those are pretty deep cuts on those two bands that I love. <laughs> And I'm working in the background. Keep vamping. There's another one that I added to one of my favorites playlists that I'm I'm working on. I just I'll get to it. Shut up. <laughs> Thank you. Really again? Uh, it's Stop the cat. sneezing. Uh, but also, I mean, just the actual use of the song "Last Night in Soho" is also a poignant and really cool and kind of haunting song. Yeah, well, now I'm bit. just really looking forward to when he makes the movie "Last Night in Bangkok." <laughs> um, I can't fucking remember what the mo- what the other song was, but yeah, it's a great non-stop whatever it's uh, it's a great non-stop soundtrack all the way through yeah notably when we say score we're not scholars on scoring like normally that's like the background music stuff but this is basically best soundtrack but, no, but there's oh, definitely, yeah, there's definitely yeah. could be there's definitely could be a movie that won for score um, yeah but i think every single time we've done it it's like creative use of licensed music i can guarantee you what's coming for I mean, my not 2021 movie is not a licensed soundtrack vote awesome okay. so. so do that Oh, wait. I'm not going to do that because that's my 2021. <laughs> 2021 what is it? Do it then. Fear Street, 1978. Oh, uh, really good call. License. Really yeah, good. No, th- this one, this one, yes, it's all about license. <laughs> this one had me at the fact that it melded seamlessly the original OG David Bowie "Man Who Sold the World" with the Nirvana version because it th- so cool. This this obviously time travels a little bit between a time and present, which present for it was late 90s. So it that. I was just absolutely over the moon with, right? Yeah. But let's take a look at some of the other stuff. So we, again, like I said, Man Who Sold the World, Nirvana, Man Who Sold the World by David Bowie. Brothers, Brother Loves Traveling Blues Salvation Show by Neil Diamond. That's a cool song. We had Love Keep Us Together by Captain and Tennille. Great song. Cherry Bomb by The Runaways. You Always Hurt the One You Love by Jordan Dinatali. Bitter Blue by Cat Stevens. First Cuts the Deepest by Cat Stevens. So two Cat Stevens songs. Don't Fear the Reaper, Blue Oyster Colt. Moon Age Daydream by Bowie. Carry On Wayward Son, Kansas. Ever Fall in Love, Buzzcocks. Don't Leave Me This Way, Thelma Houston. It, I mean, it keeps fucking There's going. There's a ton. Slow There's Ride, Fog ton. Hat. Like, this was a tour de force of licensed 
music from a time. That's that why the budget was what it was. Was what was what it was. So like this one was hard for me to go against, and that's why I picked it. There you go. That's very fair. Look, if there was, I I didn't even consider that because it was so clear to me that it was last night in Soho. But that's a very reasonable contender. I think they're the same reasons. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, I've got my mind set on you by James Ray. Was the oh, thing cool song, great song. Yeah, from Soho. Yep. That's gonna. I already said Soho, so that's gonna take us back to Jack for movie that we reviewed. <laughs> oh, actually, before we move on, this wasn't a 2021 movie, but it was a movie I watched extracurricularly in 2021. Uncle Peckerhead, which is so, sort of a mixture of original soundtrack uh, and score, but yeah. there's a there's a bunch of uh, Kayatana and Within a Mile of Home and that sort of stuff. That's like this weird punk rock vibe <laughs> that's underscoring the whole thing uh fucking awesome that's your bailiwick for sure that yeah so yeah. not a 2021 movie but that was my backup i like it my movie we reviewed i believe has no licensed music hey uh, <laughs> we're gonna be the same i picked the wicker man the 78 wicker man wicker man wicker man yeah this movie the original songs in it are weird and oh, yeah. wonderful and I'm going to say a synonym for weird, bizarre. Uh, but also the score is super effective. This is one of those... What I you am might... nonplussed. They're <laughs> befuddling. What you might call whimsical scores. It's got a lot of twinkly uh, like woodwinds and violins and Lots stuff going. Lots Bonnie. Uh, so just don't put this against wind. something that Guillermo del Toro directs, right? Well, the problem is it fits the tone of this perfectly. It actually does. And, and yeah. I think it works really, really well. And also there are some haunting when he like realizes how alone he is like yeah. uh string tracks that i hear again and again that are fantastic i think I, it's a hey. really good soundtrack yeah. and like i'm not a big musicals guy and the musical numbers in this are really fun <laughs> that's fair dog yeah so that's what i picked yeah, jake that's, that would actually turn me off to be honest i i said mine had no licensed element to it it has no licensed element to it it is again dark song yeah, uh, I, th- this thing hit me in the absolute chest right off the bat because it needed, it needed a hip hop like outro credits. Song. <laughs> it probably did. That would have put it like all time best. But I think that the absolutely concerning gut punch cello thing that it has going yeah, it is does have enough. a lot of sound that's happening. In it's it. it's immense and it really matches the landscape and the mood. Like it's a concerning, deep, visceral, depressing noise. That is just persistent. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it kind of is, man. Yeah, okay. That I mean, yeah, thing. it really is. It's uh, so cool. Uh, I, I, I'm blanking on his name. Works with Christopher Nolan a lot. Uh, big Hans Zimmer. Yeah, it's 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 what if Hans Zimmer remembered he could use actual music instead of just synthesizers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I that that honestly, the second I heard the first note, not really, but you know what I mean. Yeah. The second I heard music it was in that a C. thing. <laughs> C minor, Mark. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, it was great. Absolutely. Music by Ray Harman. Hey, man. That, apparently. No Wikipedia page for that gentleman. Fucking right. Oh, what a what an absolute <laughs> scholar. Okay, so I guess that's going to take it to me. Uh, we reviewed it. My runner-up is a weird one, but it did give me one of my favorite songs that I've added to a playlist this year, which is uh, Young and Cold by the Ravenettes. Sure. It was the outro song to Tone Deaf. Yeah. Um, Tone Deaf was in the same category as um, Fear Street, where there was a song every 30 seconds, mm-hmm. give or take. <laughs> so definitely worth it to mention here. It didn't overall fit the like 
feeling of the movie as well as Fear Street did, but it sure had a lot of music in it. Also so. didn't have the budget of Fear Street. <laughs> also, that's true. That's very true. Um, the top one, I don't know if you'd necessarily call this licensed music because it's all classical except for two very specific hip-hop songs, but we reviewed The Perfection. And the reason that was our number one movie, at least my number one movie from 2019? I think it was 2018, mine too. whatever it year it was, too. was not, because... Not 18. <clears throat> Can't be was because of how good the score was. So they, they have this beautiful classical composition that's kind of running throughout because the two main characters are cello players. And then you have at least two specific instances in the movie. Of cool hip-hop music. Fucking sweet hip-hop music yeah. coming in and yeah. really punctuating uh, an inflection point in the story. Really cool. Yeah. Um, really good. Yeah. And really good yeah, use. absolutely I, fantastic. Use you've been that. on record with this being an infatuation piece. Yeah. So I like that. Maybe he's not wrong to be no, on no, 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 in that no, no, way. Not at yeah. all. Not at all. I'm wrong for other reasons. Absolutely, <laughs> unquestionably. Yeah, like uh, the milk thing. Yeah, like there's still some Jesus milk in there. Christ. Oh, should I finish this? It's warmed up a little bit, but I could probably. The Inanimate Carbon <laughs> Rod Award for Best Prop of This is the one I thought I think we're all going to be in lockstep for, but you guys told me I'm wrong about. I that. well, I specifically for the 2021 or for the movie for both. Reviewed? Well, the, yeah, the movie that we reviewed came out in 2021. He's talking about the sort H.R. Of. Geiger skeleton from The Empty But Man. I also think we're going to have the same extracurricular we'll movie. That's not a 2021 movie. It is. Oh. I mean, oh. look, if you want to talk... I all that shit's a that, fucking nightmare. I did not consider that we're to be a 2021 movie. there yet. You can call it a 2021 movie. I didn't. Okay. I didn't either. So, Rocking Horror World's nominee, the okay. 2021 movie. Which I think whatever. we'll all have the same. We probably will. Is it the bunny from Cadaver? It's the, it's the rabbit from Caveat. You said cadaver. cadaver, but it's caveat. Yeah, caveat, not cadaver. Yeah. Cadaver was another movie that I watched that had great props in it as well. Bad name. But I wrote cadaver in my notes. My apologies. Was caveat. there a rabbit in caveat. it? Caveat. No, 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 no. That was the caveat. that was the Austrian dinner theater oh, movie or whatever yeah. the fuck. Post apocalypse. Yeah, it's the money from caveat. Obviously. Jake? Yes. I have a strong backup though. Okay. This would be boring without that. What do you have what do you have as a backup? The whistle in Seder. Uh, now, Seder is a movie I watched earlier this year that I don't believe either of you have seen. No. Uh, this is... I did notice that it's free on something now, though. Hulu, maybe? Okay. It might... Whatever. It's free out there if you want to find it. Yeah, this is, uh... Very indie shit. Slow. Dark. Fucked within the woods question mark movie. Uh, there is a prop in this movie. It's a whistle, like I said. That it... So it deals... Yeah, right. It's it, a whistle. So whistle. It deals. So Seder itself deals with a potential cryptid. Okay. Seder. Okay. And there is a whistle Sator. that is being used to try to make sense of some things that are happening in this movie to avoid certain spoilers. And this whistle not only makes a certain noise that I think is very cool, but it's also just interestingly carved and has like a. It's like a cool cross whistle itself. I love so there's, that. There's interesting like. It, 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 it has a depth to it that it doesn't need to explain. We all like movies that don't handhold. That I just... I like was, movies that I was hold. just infatuated with. And it stuck with me more than anything else in that movie. So I had to give it a bit of a nod here. I like it that. is the bunny from Caveat. I've, I've got a ton of backups, loud. too, I'd like to talk about. My loud. But I, I, I really appreciate that because I don't know if you guys watch uh, Adam Savage's from Mythbusters. His new venture is Tested, it, but is his company. Yeah. Uh, it's a cool YouTube channel. Yeah. I like watching Making yeah. Shit. Yeah. He had a whole series of videos this year where he made this prop for the new Ghostbusters movie. That's this like shrunken skulls 
pan flute kind of thing and it's mm-hmm. real and him going through the process of like making it working with their art department to get the you know imp- like what they wanted out sure. of it and him was super cool so i love that kind of like shit that goes into the background of making a relatively underseen prop in a movie i think sure. is all really really cool underseen i mean that's barely on screen in the movie from, yeah, yeah well i haven't I, seen I, I the movie, but <laughs> it's a funny word but uh i had a backup a joke backup of the iron in halloween kills because there's it. so there's, it's, so, it's so stupid but yeah, there's there's a scene where the 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 townsfolk gather together to hunt down michael myers and they're all standing there in a montage and they've all got their weapons and one woman has an electric iron in her hand and is holding the plug in the other hand <laughs> and it's the dumbest fucking shit that's good. i think oh, i've ever seen that said i mean whatever i'd fight somebody off with an iron that shit would fucking yeah, you, you have to get around. real close to someone, though. Well, yeah. You're going to burn them. You're going to hit them with a blunt You still have to get real close to yeah. them. Well, what you got no range. Have? What's that? Is it any different from, like, a... Sh- I mean, I guess the shovel's a little bit longer. Oh, like, oh six God. feet longer. Not it's six. a six-foot shovel. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess a two-foot. Four so, no, feet longer. No, no, it's probably, it's probably close to, like, five or six feet, because you're... you're in you're that consideration, your you're, you're considering your arms to be expendable, so... But the real backup I had, the real backup I had... Was this a movie we've all seen? Was the Slacks from Slacks? Yeah, Slacks, yeah. Slacks. Really cool, yeah. really cool. I don't know that the jeans themselves were particularly designy or anything, but the way they animated them was delightful. I like that. Yeah, yeah. that's a great pick. Yeah, yeah. But I obviously, like, it's, like obviously, Slacks. it's the bunny I like from Slacks getting a mention on this too because it was yeah, a movie Slacks that probably was wonderful. Wouldn't get a mention, but it's kind of cool. Yeah, very yeah. cool. I had fifty-six minutes later. long. Yeah. Great. Yeah, it was my it was my top one of the year. So I mean, we'll come back to it. <laughs> it Love wasn't. it. That'd be a real decision. But obviously, it's the bunny from Caveat. Yeah. I mean, a movie that's... based around a prop. <laughs> uh, so, good transition, then, into a movie that we reviewed in 2021 uh, that also came out in 2021. We'll probably sort we'll of. talk about this right now. Let's talk about the H.R. Geiger skeleton from them. Uh, obviously, it's what I picked. Yeah. Okay. Obviously. I didn't. Okay, good. I'm kidding. I picked it. Oh, okay. I, did, I didn't pick it. Oh, cool. It. Hey, so that's so the only difference. So, yeah, I was right. I was yeah. my back. I was... Five sixths correct in my prediction. I, I, I mean, I specifically didn't pick it because <laughs> I knew you guys were going to pick it. So, a yeah. little bit of a caveat. Look, this there. sets. I, the, have, I have a backup I can give you. The but. skeleton, this H.R. Gigeresque skeleton, sets the tone of the whole fucking movie, hits you hard yeah. real quick, yeah. looks fantastic, yeah. is terrifying, yeah. tech ticks it's all the boxes. Literally everything you want. So, yeah. uh, yep. winner. Yep. Chicken yep. dinner. My yep. backup was the antlers from Get Out. Ap- agreed. Good, good prop. Okay, but uh, also just antlers. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, deep. okay. We went. We had. We watched an all-time classic. I mean, whatever. This this movie doesn't. This series of movies doesn't need any more additional like soapbox to stand on in this episode because sure. we've already highlighted a million times. <laughs> yeah. But there's yeah. a chainsaw that gets attached to yeah. Ash Campbell's hand. Lo- yeah. Bruce yeah. Campbell's yeah. hand. Ash Campbell. Ash Campbell. <laughs> uh, Bruce Campbell's hand in yeah. throughout the uh, throughout the franchise. So I mean that one. But when you see it happen for the first time, it's the most hell yeah moment. Hell yeah! Oh yeah! Like yeah, yeah no, I love that. Especially bit. when you see it as a kid, it's fantastic. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, burn yeah. etched in your memory. It's a great pick, dude. I wasn't even thinking about that. That fucking chainsaw. Yeah. Hell yeah! Yeah, totally. Doesn't make any sense. Shouldn't work like that. Nor and don't fucking worry about it. Doesn't yeah, fucking don't matter. Don't worry. About <laughs> it. My favorite movies are like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Fuck. Just turn your brain off. The question is Crotch how gun. much work they have to do for you to turn your brain off. Yeah. My two, t- my favorite movies fall into. Two categories that are vastly wildly different. <laughs> yeah, you got to be one of those two. Okay, that'll take us to the Boob Tube Award for Best Horror Series. I'm, this is stupid. This is stupid. Why are we doing this? 
Three, two, one. Midnight, Midnight Mass. Mass. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. It's fucking unbelievable. Uh, before, while we're on TV series, mm-hmm. and also kind of relates to props, the what was ever the candy thing game from Squid Game was a pretty cool iconic prop using a Korean street food. Over the candy game? The candy thing from Squid Game. Uh, the, the, the the circle with a shape in it, and you have to the break the... Yeah, exactly. That's kind of cool. Honeycomb. Honeycomb. Was, yeah, yeah, whatever it was. Um, honorable mention kinda goes cool. to Hellbound for me. I'm actually really enjoying that series. Uh, and probably also worth noting them. From earlier in the year on Amazon Prime, but you like, said that was all, good. Like, yeah, Midnight Mass is like vast. It's Midnight not Mass even fucking close. League of its own. Yeah. Okay. Great. Also, Hannah and I did rewatch uh, because of Midnight Mass, The Haunting of Hill House this year, and that. Oh, we watched. Is... We rewatched both Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor because of that. <laughs> it's they're so How'd good. Bly Manor go. It's better than I remember. Bly Manor is so good. God, I hope it's better than I remember. Also, it gave Hannah and I our, our, when we're doing shots together, our cheers is from that. It's you, it's me, it's us. We do that cheers every time we have shots together. that's neat. Which is not infrequent. I'm trying to get, (laughs) I'm trying to get my wife to watch Hill House with me. She's not a horror person. I'm like, it's, but she's beautiful. like, she's like, is it scarier? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's pretty scary. <laughs> she, she might not. She's more scared of like killers in real yeah, life. Yeah, she's. Stuff. She might not. I've she might pulled totally this card. I pulled this card, and then she's like, we'll revisit it. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Whatever. It's beautiful. Yeah. Watch that. It's it's fantastic. I'm trying anyway. But is there no question? It's midnight. It's midnight. Mass. It's yeah, not Mike even. Flanagan is just master of horror. He's the best director in horror. Yeah. One question off. I've had though that I haven't looked into yet. I'm curious if you boys know. I've seen. The Haunting of Hill House and the Haunting of Blind Man are called The Haunting Anthology by Mike Flanagan. Yeah, I'm curious too. why Midnight Mass isn't it's not the haunting of... It of... The Haunting of Midnight Mass? Well, it's I mean, but he it. could have... It's... That's what, it has to be why. It doesn't feel like it's not thematically connected, though. I guess he's not playing with time as much, but still. He's playing with time We're... in it. <laughs> I think it's promising. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm treating this with, with... I'm just curious why the first two... Are called. You got like three horror series released in three years. Two called the Haunting of, and the this third one not. This is just an offshoot. We're gonna get a Haunting of in 2022. <laughs> no, I, we're not. I really Damn hope. It. I was hoping we would. I was I, just we're hoping. getting. We're getting a Flanagan series in 2022. What is it? We'll talk about it when we come into my most anticipated. That's not a movie. Oh, fine, I'll pick a movie. You got, then. No, you gotta pick. You gotta mention it though, because I don't know about this. So I don't either. It's the Fall of the House of Usher. He's doing a uh, horror ha- Fall of the House of the Usher oh, for Netflix. Haunting of the House of Usher. No, it's Hall- called. The- the haunting, ooh, the haunting of the ha- fall of the house, and it's got all the Flanagan guys you want, all the Flanagan team you want to see, all the actors and actresses he typically works with, plus Rahul Mark, Mark Hamill, plus Rahul's Mark in Hamill. it, plus Mark <laughs> Hamill. Uh, hot damn! That sounds great. We're gonna yeah! talk about, let's hold. Oh, but also not a haunting. Can we, can we, we have like four categories? Can we not talk about this anymore? Until okay. Then? okay, okay, thank okay. God. Okay, okay. The Where Have You Been All My Life Award. <laughs> For best review of the year of a movie that you hadn't seen. Notably a review. Yes. Easy. It's so easy for me. (laughs) Is it easy, Mark? I think it's... uh, So I think we... Now that we've skipped over the the TV one, I don't know who's... Who... who, Where it starts. It doesn't matter anymore. I'm just going to take it. For me, it was Bokeh. Bokeh? Interesting. I hadn't seen Bokeh before, and that movie was beautiful and poignant, and it spoke to me. I thought you guys hated that movie. No! Why did you think that? My heart is full. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Merry Jack? Christmas. Three, two, one. The Empty Men. <laughs> I really? am obsessed with this movie. <laughs> and I still don't know if I think it's good or not, but I am fully obsessed with it. Why did you say this too? That movie is not that good. Why didn't I say it? Why, Why did, did I? Because amazing. I didn't see that many movies that we didn't review that because many movies that I hadn't seen. Because I'd only not seen two movies. <laughs> This movie is like four. also this, this movie far and away the best. I yeah. think it's very good. I don't think I 
it's not objectively as good as I like it. Or as good as when a stranger calls. False. Oh my lord. <laughs> no. Not doing that. The Empty Man is almost three hours, and I'd watch it five times before I watched just when a stranger calls again. My god. What a <laughs> Jesus thing Christ. that is. But man, I'm obsessed with this fucking yeah, movie. It's so sure. weird and so specific and so wild. I love this movie. I love that, the existence the of this a, movie. Yep. It's, it's and I'm so delighted to have watched it and reviewed it. I think the first the thing I said when I watched it the first time is I'm picking this movie on our next draft because I absolutely have to talk about it with you guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm being ganged up on. I'm the I'm the minority voice here that I I I mean the more I think about that movie the less I like it. I don't disagree with that. Again, I'm not sure it's good. I, I love I, it. I kind of want to stop talking about it because at this point I still think it's okay. But if we keep talking about it, I'm now going to think that it's bad. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. The Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence Award for a movie that did something that didn't quite fit into another category and we just kind of want to shine a spotlight on it. Yep. Okay. Malignant. <laughs> outstanding okay. Achievement being tricking a studio are into these... letting him make a fucking <laughs> weird me, movie. Is this a 2021 yeah, like, or is this a like movie we reviewed? Apparently it's a 2021. No, this is just a movie we reviewed. Well, I did, we didn't review Malignant. Oh. Whatever. A movie so we I talked about. So I fucked up. That's fine. Okay. It's anything that we've talked about. <laughs> okay. So you're specifically giving the award to James Wan for, for fucking with people. But also making a wonderful movie that is James Wan for doing like, what he wants. Yeah. yeah. And and doing something he, wonderful. The movie's insane. What he wants. <laughs> wow. Hey, he made the joke. <laughs> We're getting just, deep. We're getting deep. But we haven't even gotten to Wan. Man, this movie time. was fun. And yeah. I also, I, I do very much enjoy as a little internal joke with myself how much my wife fucking hated this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is fun. It is it's, really nice when you watch something that someone else profoundly hates. And and I talk about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that scene in Malignant. I, I I talk about this all the time, but the scene in what well, the scene in Malignant where she pulls up to the old house, right, to first figure out what's going on, and she pulls up and stops the car like two inches from the seventy five foot sheer cliff. And then gets out like I see what's happening in this movie. Okay, I think yeah. I now get the vibe of this movie. I've got to be, I got to be introspective <laughs> here for a second. Mm. No, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Look at that creepy mental hospital. I, I picked, wonder if we should go over there. I picked the but also notably the Tempty Men would fit into this category too because I don't know what the fuck that movie's about. It, yeah, <laughs> I gave it to Tempty Men. Yeah, dude, uh, because it exists. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a weird thing. And what also, you know, the last it movie, it's, it's, oh, shit. it's like a, it's a movie out of time, right? Because it's yeah. got the 20th Century Fox logo and it shouldn't. They just didn't bother to remove it. The, the, it has James Dean or whoever this... the fuck that guy's supposed to be. <laughs> James Dean. What the fuck? James Badgedale. Oh, sure. No, not James. I mean, yeah, he's the main uh, character. The cool cat? The cool cat. Oh. I, can't, I can't remember what I called him. Well, I don't know. You can see my confusion. Hopefully. Because I used James. James, James and a D last yeah. name. Okay. Whatever, keep it was talking. Justified. I fully I agree with you. Say, I'm on man. your side like, here. The fact that this movie exists is kind of ridiculous. And also, we don't. There's. In I don't state, think anyone will ever get the full story on what happened with how much was yeah. studio done, how much was his original vision. This is the most interesting behind the scenes play yep. of the stuff we saw, regardless of how it turned out, which is a flawed but interesting piece of work. <laughs> Definitely interesting. I said I thought it'd be interesting. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I give it to two. Really, I gave it to three. PG Psycho Gorman probably fits in this category. We've talked, we've talked a lot about PG Psycho Gorman. So totally agree. Totally agree. Um, 
Slacks was the other one that I, we were Slacks talking about earlier. Yeah, so Slacks good. definitely needs us to uh, give it a quick call out. Yeah. And I, what a fucking profoundly weird movie that was. <laughs> was Shutter involved in the funding of Slacks? I certainly hope so I because I was. love them. Because and if, if they're going to keep doing stuff like this, it's so good. It's so fun. And also, money, like 56 please. minutes. It's, or yeah. 70? I think it was it was like seventy. The the, the, the COVID 56. one was fifty six. Yeah, host. Host. Thank I, you. I fucking loved host. I didn't think it was that good, but I love that gave, it exists. You, I believe, on last year's omnibus, you called it the most twenty twenty movie of twenty twenty. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> I stand by that about okay. the pandemic and filmed during the pandemic. Yeah. Like it can uh, only exist. Then I want that. I want that out of a movie. Make a thing that exists because of a thing that that's cool. The thing. Yeah, definitely. Like yeah. The last one that I wanted to shine a little bit of a spotlight on was the first third of Ghost Lab, where it's yes. basically... <laughs> the third third? It's first third. Oh, I thought you said... <laughs> Thank God. Okay. The beginning of Ghost Lab, I mean, it turns into just like a, you know, haunted hospital, I guess, movie. Okay. But the first third is like Scrubs, and at, at one point there's a freeform jazz okay, song I don't want either of those playing over them describing platypuses it's a, it's weird the weirdness it's is like a, approaching so much tusk weird, levels so right much now. weird energy okay. it's not tusk it's not tusk okay tusk had a much more focused energy about, to it i genuinely don't know if platypuses is correct or not Platy- it's platopodes no i believe it is plat- <laughs> platypodes <laughs> i believe it's platypuses platopodes <laughs> Platypites. Fine, excuse me. Duck build platypites. Platypites, thank you. Anyways, Ghost Lab. Okay. Ghost Lab, we have we're definitely not talking about it at all again. <laughs> and that's a weird movie that came out. Spoilers. The God. Wussies Are People Too Award. Uh for notable horror-ish content. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Lamb here. Mostly because I didn't watch a ton of thrillers. I I would categorize this as horror, but if you ask me to pinpoint like the specific horror elements, I'd just kind of that it's bleak. Uh, <laughs> I just it's a twenty four. Exactly, exactly. So, so I'm saying it's horrorish. It definitely like you could show it to people and they wouldn't be turned off by a jump scare or by gore or by any of that stuff. But I, They'd I be do turned think off by a lot of other things. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. They'd be turned off by a full forty five second shot of a lamb or sheep giving birth in the beginning of this movie that has. Very, and I'm not gonna say graphic because it's, you know, the Still miracle of life. But it's that's a lot. Still counts. You've literally put Jake to sleep. <laughs> I'm not asleep. I'm not asleep. I just so, can't believe I'm gonna watch this. Well, it's, it's actually am. not one of my recommendations to you, but you should watch it. Maybe it should be. I'm gonna switch some stuff up. Are you? Really? <laughs> uh, <laughs> hold on, I gotta change some things. Uh, anyway, uh, it's. I, I don't think I watched a ton of thrillers uh, last night in Soho. I guess is. Argue, I mean, it's horror. It's horror. It's horror. So that's what I got. Yeah. Um. So this first one, I might. It's, it's actually not my turn. Who the turn. fuck knows? Okay. Um. You're already on it. Just keep it. I'm breaking the rules here a bit because this is horror content, but it's like kitty horror. So one of the one of the one of my favorite things that we watched this year was. Uh, the Top Hat trilogy, the Carnival of Doom from um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh. Um, and that was actually quite fun. You could watch that pretty easily with like a young kid, and it's intense and creepy, but it's still kid content. It's all run. I mean, the main characters are all supposed to be like 10 to 12 years sure. old, something like it's that. It's Are You Afraid of the Dark? It's Are You Afraid of the Dark. And they did a good job with that. If you want actual horror-ish content, um, one of the other things I watched was Sweet Tooth, which is a post-apocalyptic um there are humans but then all the kids are like half they're like cryptids basically like half human half other thing um and 
you're fighting against the there there's a pandemic that's happening and a lot of stuff. Honestly, the scariest thing about that was uh the cliffhanger at the end and whether or not Netflix is going to renew it for a second season because it's based off of a, a graphic novel that's gone on for like 10 fucking years. So they have plenty of story to tell. But like quite the cliffhanger at the end. I like that. Um yeah, Sweet Tooth was cool. also quite good. Mm. Cool, cool, cool. Also um, starring Will Forte randomly. I love not Will Forte. I shouldn't say starring. He has a bit part. Will Forte's in it and I like that. I like that. Yeah. In terms of stuff that I watched this year, I was really trying to focus my efforts on actual horror. So this is a bit of... Yeah, it's always hard. It's hard for me every year. It's a bit of a crapshoot, this category especially. Um, Ever since I watched that Chris Hemsworth movie, that was obviously horror-ish to me. I can't remember. The the Motel... Woods? No, the Motel cult leader. Oh, it'll come to me. Yeah, either way. That's the great music in that. That's the only one that is clearly to me like a great horror-ish movie. I mean, the closest thing to me fits more into the category of like we're going to get someone into the horror universe style movie. Right. Uh, We had friends over on Halloween, and both of them had never seen Monster Squad, and we showed them that. I mean, it's definitely more of a kid style movie. But also, square like horror. It it is horror movie. I agree. It's not horror. Holds the fuck up. But what it does is that it allows people who aren't who are specifically not horror movie people to yeah. like get in and watch a horror movie and like see stuff that is not going to like be distasteful to totally them. and potentially that could be gateway material so i just wanted to call it out more for the gateway no, aspect than it could be it could be for a um, kid it could be gateway it could be, they both loved it bad times the royale so i think just to like stop our listeners from yeah. throwing their yeah. phones got it, yeah got it, got it. me too <laughs> yep same thing notably thereafter so one of these people Shortly thereafter, we watched Green Room together. So that's a fucking... Not a gateway movie. (laughs) He was more okay with it than she was. Sure. Uh, So there you go. I don't say that because he's a he and she's a she. I say that because I know the individuals in question. Just to be clear. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, we're not... Thank you for preventing us from getting canceled. Well, after I said sure so confidently, it just felt like that deserved a little bit of an explanation. It's fair fine. Um, Everybody's favorite category. Love it. The worst fucking disaster of a bullshit movie that you wasted your goddamn time on. Parenthetically, not Poultrygeist. And we had some stinkers this award year. Award for bad movie that you watched. Worst movie of the year. Look, I picked entirely from movies we reviewed on the podcast. Because you could. You don't mm-hmm. have to go too far. We watched a lot of stinkers. Lady in the Water, Jack? Was it Lady in the Water? It it was Lady in the Water. <laughs> well, you know, it, With you a runner-up of you know the, the Children. Okay. And a not too far behind it of the innkeepers. <laughs> a fundamental well, kind of surprising. All three of those. Oh, are... all th- what? Yeah, you pick a Mark pick and a me pick. Yeah. Yay! We all picked a stinker. Let's go. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I didn't pick any of those. You didn't pick the innkeepers. Oh shit! I just attribute you to Lady in the Water because yeah. you're Lady such in the a Water. Fucking Shyamalan. I was. I was. The you're defender such an apologist. Was a patron. I, I attribute it to him. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. I just assumed it was that, a Mark. Pick. That was a Patreon. Pick. I I still want to. I don't want to throw our Patreon members under the bus. Oh, they, uh, they can go they fucking suck an egg. They might defund, Patreon member they Leslie might... and Patreon member Larry. Fucking pick better movies. Wow, they might defund <laughs> Feeding America, Jack. <laughs> if Feeding America was dependent on us, they got some other issues. We shouldn't be donating to that organization. <laughs> well, we should. Well, we should. Maybe just... because they are not dependent on our. It's helpful, but they'll be fine if Patreon member Larry. Pulls his donations. Yeah, we're giving them like between five hundred dollars and a thousand dollars. It's it's low. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not even sure it's between those two ranges. It's not. It traditionally (laughs) has not. No, we're so small. Tell us why you hated more patrons now. Lady in the water. 
is such a miserable fucking viewing experience. It's just garbage from start to finish. And not only is it garbage, it's intentionally oblique garbage. He There's so much going on that he thinks is really clever lore. He's, he thinks it's the Lord of the Rings. And yeah, it is so that's fucking true. far from the Lord like, of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings is boring, but at least there is shit behind it. This is boring and there's nonsense behind it and i'm so clever i fucking changed naiad to narf and i came up with the word scrunt because i was staring at my testicles for too long <laughs> so <laughs> fuck that movie or the jg scrunt <laughs> i don't know if i'm next but mine was the same selection <laughs> um i don't know just that i can get on miserable i, I can't say experience. much more because jack just got on a train of of vitriol there and i'm gonna just ride on it with him and it's just like I'm every part on. of it and then there's a guy who only works out one half of his body and it's just like yeah okay He's the enforcer <laughs> it's beautiful it's a it's a beautiful experiment in storytelling and new folklore mark tell us why you picked the children you got it right well i picked the children because it's a movie about a thing that the movie makers don't think is scary and they know it's a horror movie, but they also know that their subject isn't scary. So they inject schizophrenic, nonsense cutting. DNA. Frog pond. <laughs> vomit for some reason. Characters teleport to different places. Uh, materials within scenes don't make any sense. There's a scene where she breaks a, po- a board in the bottom of a door and that unlocks it somehow. No one was paying attention. To this movie, no. as they were making it, it has fallen into obscurity for a reason. It should belong there. Started in obscurity. Everybody. Has it ever not been in obscurity? <laughs> should watch. Where did it fall? It Lady made its way water. onto a pirated DVD of with 40 Days and 40 Nights. The children. Fuck off. <laughs> Trying to get sentences out over here. You guys are just talking about... The, at, least, like three at, least the, at least the children has like a little bit more... You know, gore. movie. <laughs> I don't know something horrific. I also horrific. before before we fully move on from this category, I do have to talk about the innkeepers. Which I like the innkeepers. He, I actually actively liked the innkeepers. Okay, it's a fundamentally boring movie where yes, he cast. It's it's a movie entirely dependent on the charisma of two cast members. One of whom admitted, "I can't do." Being, I can't pretend to be scared. Yeah, I can't one of act them was scared. Well, she, didn't, she didn't admit that she was almost fired because she couldn't. Well, it comes through in the movie. Yeah, Jack, <laughs> she uh, should have been fired. Uh, but have you considered what? What? I would love to have been the director on set. Like they like, can you? Is that really? Is that really? Or the editor, like, there are 70 takes here. This is really the best one <laughs> I have? None of them, none of these work. None of these work. What do you want me to do here? <laughs> that poor bastard. But, uh, yeah, I think the children and Lady in the Water we are watched the... a lot of shitty movies. We sure year. have. Yeah. yeah, we sure uh, have. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Scrunts. JG's. Yeah, we should have some better ones next year. Might make they, they can lie flat. We, we might be more excited to get episodes out on time if they're better movies. <laughs> if it's not a fucking, I had a lot of fun talking about the Lady in the Water. It's true. Mm. It's true. I, I honestly can't remember because it hasn't come out yet. <laughs> Whoa, Jack! Or has it? Check your phone. Don't check your phone. It hasn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, there was a uh, Spotify really. He has it scheduled. SoundCloud glitched out. I don't know. <laughs> 
I only use that excuse when I'm close to getting it out, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we buy it every time. We, we buy that that is the exact reason. At this point, it's just shorthand for it. It'll be out in the next day or two. <laughs> like, God, get off my fucking back, asshole. <laughs> Let's take another break. Uh-huh. I'm so hot. <laughs> we only have one more movie. Come back in, boys. Now we got some whiskey here for ourselves because things weren't degenerate enough. Yeah, Mark, exactly. thank you for the whiskey. You're welcome. Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark. It's directly behind you. Cheers, boys. This Cheers. is very fun. I look forward to this Happy every holidays. fucking year. It's Happy you, holidays. It's you, it's me, it's us. Woo! It's <laughs> <laughs> a mistake. Maker's every goes down smooth, though. I, so wish we'll... I, I wish I had a glass of milk to chase that, you know? Oh! God. Jesus Do you want a Stroop waffle? Christ. I would take a Stroop I would have waffle. a Stroop waffle. Stroop waffles! Jake brought Stroop waffles for reasons we can possibly begin to explain. Well, because he's fighting on the northern front of the war on Christmas. The, <laughs> the war against the war against Stroop waffles. <laughs> they are delicious. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong. They're good. Yeah. They're pretty good. And listen, you're going to have to listen to some like, weird... Does this count as ASMR if I'm chewing into a microphone? No, it's a misophonia and it's horrible. <laughs> It might be ASMR. I don't know. It might soothe somebody. <laughs> We're on to the Smitten Award for the most amp- anticipated movie of 2022. Yeah, this one is stupid. Because there's a movie we know nothing about other than who's making it and one image from it. And I'm already in love with it. Yeah, Jordan Peele's making a movie called Nope. And he released a picture of an ominous cloud with an umbilical cord. And I don't know what it the fuck's going on. Cord. It has like a kite string attached. It has an umbilical cord. And I want to know what the fuck's going yeah, on. It's not an umbilical cord. <laughs> He's, he's selling it wrong. But it's actually not my pick. Okay. Uh, I was already told that I wasn't allowed to pick a TV show, so I guess it is my pick. I, I'm picking Flanagan's The Fall of the House of Usher. It's a really cool story I like anyway, and I love everything Flanagan is it, does. But is it pop? Well, did you like Bly? That's what, my favorite one, I think. No. Bly. I love that fall, the, the, the Haunting of Bly Manor. I loved it. You liked it more than Midnight Mass? No. You liked it and... and- it's, I'll put it this way. It was my it favorite was my viewing favorite. experience. It's the one my wife liked thought, best, and it was the one I had the most fun watching with her. Okay, I mean, that's the thing. I thought you were... It's definitely not my least... I mean, uh, it might, it might be... Sounds. Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're all really fucking good. It's the one I had the best like overall viewing experience for. It is for. by far my least favorite. Yeah. Which isn't saying much, honestly. Like Most of Flanagan's catalogs all, are I mean, all it's good. It's Midnight good. Mass is definitely the one I want to rewatch the least. <laughs> Interesting. I'm going to rewatch that. Did you say Midnight Mass, the one you... Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? The just like philosophical just soliloquies like... were interesting once, but I And I'm also less attracted again. to things that involve religion as much as that. Dude, does. give it three months, you're going to watch it. Again. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. Okay. I'm not saying I'm not. <laughs> um, another quick note. Terrifier 2 may or may not be coming out. <laughs> For the last five years. I think we talked about this in like March of 2021. <laughs> as getting an extremely limited release that I truly don't know if it happened or not. I think they, like the filmmaker was going to go to someone's house and watch it on a DVD. That the editor saw it once. They're calling that a limited release. Yeah, so, I mean, TBD. Maybe it comes out in 2022. I'm going to go ahead yeah. and guess yes, but yeah. who fucking knows with Terrifier 2. Um, my top one. My most smitten, this is kind of a weird one, is The Black Phone, which I believe is a Remind Blum, me. Blumhouse property. Um, this is about a kid that gets kidnapped by a magician. Uh, and <laughs> that, was, that was good handwork, Mark. And there is a um, black telephone, a black landline in his cell. Picture, again, going back to room. 
picture that thing underground. Who's the magician? Uh, Valentino it's... Valentine, the masked magician. You guys remember that shit? Uh, why am I? Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Ethan Hawke is the guy who plays it. He has a great uh... mask. Um, and he I gets. Hope his name is Valentino. He gets. So there's two things happening. He is getting help from all of the other kids that this guy's murdered in the basement, uh, who he can hear through the phone, and. He has, I guess, a friend who is psychic, who is able to see where he is through her dreams. This is a lot. It is a lot. You have, I mean, yeah. Ethan Hawke has a weird horror career where he was like, his arm had to be twisted in order to do... Um, Sinister? Sinister, thank you. I was talking yep. Insidious. Yep, yep, yep. Um, he hates horror movies. He can't watch them. He had a hard time he's acting. He's in the purge. He's an iconic horror actor. So interesting looking so mask in this. He one. had a he had a really hard time acting in Sinister, and then that like broke the seal for him. And now he's in all these fucking horror movies. Yeah, and he's great. Uh, and he did the purge and all that other stuff, like you just said. So now he's doing this one, and I think he's like one of one of the better like recurring horror actors. Out yeah, there. totally. Yeah. Um, again, I'm pretty sure this is a Blumhouse property. Who it happens to be who Ethan Hawke acts with every single time, so whatever. Um, and whatever. At a minimum, this is going to be a solid, like, suspense thriller in the theme of, like, Summer of 84 or potentially the... What the fuck was the name of that other one with uh, Hugh Jackman in it? The Labyrinth or something like that? That was a really good movie, too. Mm. I'll Google it in the background. Whatever. The Prestige? No. <laughs> You're talking about magicians. <laughs> yeah. No, there was we're one with, like... On that. There were there, there were, like, two kids that were kidnapped and there was a maze... And whatever. Come back to me. I'm, I'll get there. Hmm. Uh, Jake, do you want to go or do you want me to talk about an honorable mention of mine? You can do the honorable mention. You're already gone, so I don't want to, like, trample. Yeah, there's a movie coming out called Morbius, okay. which oh, is, like, no. in the vein of Venom and, you know, the, the Tom Hardy movies. Morbius the Marvel was movie. a, yeah, originally a Spider-Man villain. Um, a guy, scientist who experiments on himself, becomes essentially a vampire. Uh, but... Um, this is Jared Leto as Morbius in the not Spider-Man, not Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's going to be real shitty. And I beginning no to, shit. I'm really coming to hate Jared Leto. That guy really seems like he sucks. Why? Um, he's an asshole. He was in Urban Legend. Part of why Unassailable. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> How has that um, not come up yet? I don't know. <laughs> I hated that shit. Oh um, <laughs> Yeah, actually. But he really seems like he sucks, and he has a bad history with comic book movies. I don't understand why they cast him in it, but whatever. Um, Best Joker of all time. My God. Um, I did it. <laughs> I fully derailed Again. him. The cat, man. Oh, um, yeah, you cats. Yeah. Cats. yeah. <laughs> uh, but as a kid who fucking loved Spider-Man comics and loved horror movies... The Morbius crossover in, like, the original Amazing Spider-Man, I think it was, like, issue 50 through 60 of the Morbius, like, arc was super fucking cool. I loved that shit. So I have a soft spot in my heart for Morbius. I like Michael Morbius. Okay. Yeah. It also follows in the, like, uh, the, the uh, what, uh, Sam Raimi, Spider-Man 2, made this joke of, like, a guy named Octavius ends up with eight arms. Huh? What are the chances Michael Morbius ends up as, like, a death-obsessed vampire? <laughs> It happens. It happens to the yeah. best of us. Yeah. Uh, Prisoners was the name of the movie I was thinking of. Check out this cast. Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal, Viola Davis, Terrence Howard, Paul Dano. Great cast. Other folks. Love it. Dano. Jake, go. Yeah, so... I don't want to be a downer. I don't think 2022 looks very good. You are a downer. You heard me talk about Morbius, right? <laughs> and the black phone? 
Did you hear about the black phone? Do either of you guys think it actually looks good? Like what's on the slate? Nope. And the fall of the House of Usher look good. Nope. Okay. I, okay. That was a puzzle box. Of <laughs> nope. No and. Okay. No. I mean, it looks as good as all of the other years that we've prepped false. before. Oh my God. False. I mean, there's no bye-bye man. I'll give you that. So. So it looks better than average. <laughs> We got for Jack for Jack. Scream could be interesting. It won't be okay. Uh, Halloween ends. Won't be. Fuck off, Halloween franchise. I'm sure Halloween ends. Uh, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No. God. It's a garbage. I don't. I'm not excited for pretty much anything. But I was able to dig something out of the bottom of the barrel that I can get enough excitement up for. Is it Moonfall? It's not. It's Don't Worry, Darling. Okay. Explain. Are you guys interested in this one? I don't know what it is. Okay. I, the trailer did not really inspire that much. I content. haven't even seen much of a trailer that I could say that amounts for much, but this is a Florence Pugh, Harry Styles psychological thing set in the 50s, directed by Olivia Wilde. Yeah, Booksmart was so fucking good. Directed by Olivia Wilde. Yeah, Books, and Booksmart yeah, was great. I love Florence Pugh, so, and Booksmart was great, so I'm, I agree. The, all the people involved here, and what seems to be promised, has me excited yeah and this is with a big ass asterisk that i'm not excited for much this you year you say big asterisk big ass to risk there you go that Thank not you. much is exciting for me this year stranger things season four is coming out i fucking uh, hope not so that excited for that i am you guys that, that actually yeah then there will be that yeah i or mean whatever look, david harvard's gonna be in it and this... i'm gonna fucking love it more than you guys yeah, but because yeah. <laughs> there's another predator movie coming out i'm gonna be excited for that okay fine fuck now, this is mine. Moonfall. I'm going to watch, and it's going to be Moonfall? the dumbest fucking trailer what is Moonfall? I have ever seen. Okay, so the moon. He's going to watch the trailer. Is it Majora's dumb. Mask? This is Majora's Mask, the movie? Oh, God, I'm please, please. Yes, yes, it is, because the moon is attacking Earth, because the moon is evil. The and moon is evil. The moon is evil. Is Earth good? Is uh, yes. And <laughs> Let's we're going gonna, gonna to fly into Let's it, go. and it's actually all a hologram. That's wrong. Now it's wrong. And it's like a giant space station, and oh. there's aliens, I think. It, okay. Seriously, I watched the trailer that I linked in the thing. No, I just want Majora's Mask It is Mask literally the, the dumbest trailer I have ever seen. I think Majora's Mask the movie is scarier than any of that. It sounds great. <laughs> it's certainly So many scary masks, a... and then a moon that's mad, and it's falling. Also, there's like 400 Stephen King properties coming out this next year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is what every, the beginning of every year False. looks exactly I, I, like. I am the least excited. Maybe it's me, man. Yes. It's for sure you, uh-huh. but also me. Uh-huh. This year sucked. <laughs> I, I yeah, remember how much optimism we had at the beginning of 2021? <laughs> 2020 was so bad, it was going to get better. It was right? going to get better. And, and then it, it just did. did. I don't know. It did. No, hey. 2021 got better. Yeah. I. And then it got worse. <laughs> no, it got better, but with the promise of worse. Right? Or the promise of just maybe the acceptance that this is life now. But it's better. Better, probably. Hey. Shush. <laughs> Just for a moment, let's let's revisit last year's Smitten Awards. Better, good, um, good. So, so Jack, you had picked last night in Soho, which we okay. all watched, and good, not great. And I, I still, my hands. I, I had picked that the previous two years, you and I failed on it because I was like, "Fuck this." You're but like, I yeah. also still the pick makes sense because of how much I fucking love Edgar Wright. Yeah, yeah. And I saw something that got me. Yeah. Yeah, and well, I didn't watch it. Now, Jake, to that end, you picked the movie that I had picked in 2019, which was, 
which was Antlers 2019. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch 20. I didn't. I didn't watch your 2019 pick, Antlers, because or your 2020. At this pick. point in time, yeah, because it's still fucking fifteen dollars to rent. Yeah, right? it, was, it, wow. it is available on VOD yeah. as of two days ago. But yeah, Antlers is Antlers. The I haven't had a chance. Carrie Russell. Yeah, Carrie Russell. I want to see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I it's, love it's Jesse. Be, I mean, I'm I mean, this Russell. is the Guillermo del Toro. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah, seems yeah, super yeah. dark. I want it like. Chances are this I could watch this tomorrow and then I'd be like I revise everything that I just did, but sure. I don't know. I picked uh, Spiral and also Jake sort of shoehorned me into picking Willy's Wonderland and frankly I how did both of I those. do that? Because Spiral you had watched was... the trailer and you said oh the Nicolas Cage movie and I was like yeah I mean I'm not not excited for that. Spider uh, Spiral was fine. Spider-Man. Spiral was good. I ex- I liked Spiral. I think I like Spiral more than average, more than the average critic. Uh, and Willy's Wonderland was exactly what I was expecting it to be, which was pretty good. And now it's not Five Nights at Freddy's. It's, I mean, it's, it uh, is. Five Nights at Freddy's, but just they didn't came out. license. Literally, it. just released a new Five Nights at Freddy's movie. No game, their games. Yeah, the game. Video yeah. games. I understand, but yeah. the Willy's Wonderland, the movie is, it is not. Is it associated with Five Nights at Freddy's? I do not no. believe there's a financial okay. association. That's that you're then Five Nights at Freddy's really fucked that up. It's like one <laughs> dude. Should. Well, he they, fucked they, that he up. He should man. call you. You they, should call him. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you gonna call? <laughs> Jack, the lawyer. <laughs> Jack, the lawyer. <laughs> you got to do it with pomp and circumstance, I Mark. I think. Okay, look, great. Go, look, Jack. Edit this. Okay. Put it back in slow laser motion. Sounds, and, yeah, air laser horns. sounds. You'll see all yeah. of the pomp. And circumstance. It'll be great. Jack, the lawyer. There's a lot of ghost busting. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, Bustin does make me feel good. Is the thing. <laughs> you know. And that's going to take us to our <laughs> next, yeah, our next category, our next bucket, really, which is recommendations. Okay, okay. so it's our next bucket. This is uh, the favorite extracurricular movie that the other schmoozies need to watch. We're going to give two movies, as is tradition, to both of the other two viewers. But first, let's revisit last year's movies. We already kind of did this on the previous episode, so we'll go quick here. Sorry, I only got to one of yours, Mark. Mark. To, I don't know why I addressed myself. <laughs> me, to Jack, I recommended Run and Scare Me. You haven't watched Run. You've correct. been trying to. I get uh, it. Correct. Scare Me, you liked. Scare Me, I loved. It was still, And I was really not expecting to like it. I really liked it. Uh, Yeah, that's exactly how I went into that one, too. I yeah. was like, wow, that was yeah. way better than I was expecting yeah. to be. Also, I had neutral to negative feelings about Chris Red. He's pretty shitty on SNL, and SNL's pretty shitty in general, but he was great. Yeah, in that. SNL's been bad for 20 years, man. <laughs> Yeah, everybody thinks that. Yeah, I know. It's here it's and there. Right. This, you just got to pick your... It turns out, whenever you were 13, that was the best season of SNL. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> uh, Me Too Jake, I recommended Sea Fever in the Lodge. I think you watched The Lodge by accident, so I'm going to give you... Did you watch Lodge? Lodge? Sea Fever actual... is so fucking good. I thought Lodge reco. was your actual recommendation. And we have two recos. Two I know, actual no, there's recos. a reel and a backup. No, there's two reels and a backup. Why do we have to have two no, reels? There's just two. There's just two. There's just a real, two. a real, and a weird. <laughs> Whatever. A weird. You a should holy... still watch Sea Fever. Fuck. You know uh, what I'm doing. The, yes, I do. The yeah. Lodge was the one that you ended up watching, and you didn't like it as much as I thought you would. I thought that would be like hard. Your. I didn't like. I didn't. It. It made me feel some feelings about how it handled mental distress. Not good. It enough. didn't do great. <laughs> didn't do great. Okay. Okay. But it was good. It was a good movie. Jake, you recommended to me Uncle Peckerhead and After Midnight. I watched both. Uncle Peckerhead is a fucking phenomenal piece of film. 
And After I Midnight was also loved good. After Midnight. Great. After, after Midnight was was very good. It was. I mean, I liked Uncle Peckerhead a lot more than After Midnight, but both were good movies. Okay. Uncle Peckerhead was fucking. Jack, you recommended to me porno. Yep. Fine. <laughs> oh, look, I liked it less than I like most porno. Am I right? High fives. <laughs> Mark, yeah, uh, we're I will aware. Say this, Mark, we're aware. <laughs> okay. Especially with you, I I watched. I did a good. I, I I felt I did a good job watching movies last year, but there wasn't much on my list that wasn't on your list <laughs> last year. And porno was kind of a weird, funny, goofy one. Yeah, this is the hard yeah. part with this category because you're fighting that battle against like how many other movies are people going to watch. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting fucked this year. Yeah. yeah, you're in my spot usually. I had a big year. Yeah. Uh, but you also recommended to me The Cleansing Hour, which was very good. Yeah. And also Evolution from two years ago, <laughs> which I didn't like. And listener, you can listen to the last episode in the feed if you want to hear more about that. Or maybe two episodes ago, depending on when Lady in the Water drops. Um, Jack. Yeah. You recommended to Jake Relic in 1BR. Yeah. He already, he already weighed in. Relic was good. And 1BR still is good. I still I recommend it. it. I still recommend it. I watched what I conceived to be the backups because I was choosing my battles. I'll watch the backups because now I know that you guys they're are not, not. I didn't think they were backups. I thought they were backups. Now <laughs> I'm learning that they're not. I mean, we they might. Do... We, I, if You might go two and a half hours into last year's Omnibus. I'm like, and now the backup recommendation. <laughs> okay, I have two, no fucking okay, idea. I'm going to do it. I'm on air. I'm going to do it. I'm going to review the ones that I... I'll decide if you're on air or not when I edit this shit. Yeah, you will. You're right. You will. I, I'm going to review or watch and then come back to you on the ones that I perceive to be backups that were apparently not. And I also did prepare two movies for both of you this year. Me so too. you got me on that. Good. Okay. We always do that. I know, but I thought... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and lastly... <laughs> Jesus Christ. John. Dude, Jack, you recommended Wolf of Snow Hollow in the platform. I think I you watched, watched both of those, yeah. Were they good? Uh, the Do you Wolf have anything of, to say? I liked the Wolf of Snow Hollow a whole lot less than you, but I. Oh, it's so really good. interesting, but the. What do you strange... like more? What do you like more? Wolf of Snow Hollow or Were- Werewolves of the Werewolves with Fucking it. wrong. But it's much more Incorrect. cohesive and, like, uh, has a consistent tone, and I know it's a comedy. Aside from being the same genre, they're very different movies. Very, very different movies. Indeed, the Wolf yeah. of Snow Hollow is a different movie. There is nothing like The else, Wolf of yeah. Snow Hollow. That's why I do it! That's I, why I do it. I, I liked it. It's a good... I'm, living I'm my glad life. I watched it, but it's fucking I'm weird. I'm living my life, he says. It is fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living my life, he says, in defense of choosing a movie. <laughs> Poor Jack. Do you disagree? I mean, with the general logic, yes, I do. Ent- entirely. But that's, prob- I watched that's both, problematic. Mark's the problematic. platform was really cool. Problem. Yeah, platform was great. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's gonna take us to this year's recommendations. So oh boy, I don't know whose turn it is. So someone pick just one. Go. Hey. Jake. Oh boy. Oh my. God. And then you pick who? Um, who do I want to go with first here? Me. Mark. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I haven't made those decisions oh, yet. I wasn't prepared <laughs> I for fifty percent of the possible. Oh outcomes. no 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 no! I was just trying to. I I so. You'll understand if you were to look at my screen. I highlighted most of the things that I ultimately decided on with green, and I literally decided Mark's this morning. I did not (laughs) highlight his green. Mark, your recommendations 
without a backup, but you get two because it's apparently how we've done this for five years. Uh -huh. Okay, so so yeah, you're giving it to me. Yeah, the normal way we do it. So oh, you've yeah. already you've already called the first one, so I'm going to do the one that doesn't have any sort of pomp and circumstance to say that for the second time Nighthouse. in the last ten minutes. Nighthouse. You need to watch that movie. I we do. both watched Turns it. And I would have given that to you regardless, but I think that that's a movie that you would enjoy. Okay. And the second one is probably also not going to be too surprising. You should watch Broadcast Signal Intrusion. I'll take it. Now what? Now, now he does me Jack. do Jack. Me, do, me Jack. do Jack. Hell yeah, buddy. Jack, yours is more interesting. Okay. Uh, I, I just took a big bite of Stroop waffle, you, so I'm you, ready. You, so we, we're putting the Can person you do a spit take of a dry food. No, it's good. <laughs> it's you like, both oh, seen saltines everywhere. You both seen way more movies than me this year. True. But one thing that I was somewhat impressed with was that I watched several movies. Three of the four that I ended up recommending, none of you had seen. Nice. So one was Broadcast Signal Intrusion, mm -hmm. and then the two that I'm recommending for you, n neither of you have seen. Okay. None of you. Censor. Oh yeah. Okay, I remember you, you talking about this. Censor. Thank Censor, you for not giving. Censor is actually a really good movie. Um, interestingly enough, it was Bloody Disgusting's movie of the year for 2021. Wow, um, I liked it, but it's a pretty specific genre film. Sure. Into that conversation again. Sure. Speaking of that topic, Sater. Sater. Uh, okay. This is, this is a Sator. Probably the most specific of people getting fucked with in the woods, if you even want to ascribe that to a movie that yeah. you could do. I mean, I do want to ascribe uh, that it, to a movie. It, it really, it has, it has the vibe, and it has some of that to it, but it really isn't that. I struggle with where I'd put it, and I 50-50 almost daily. Okay. And I've done that since I saw it. I like that. Which was early this year. So I think you need to see it and weigh in. I think you're probably gonna lean no this is a movie that is for almost no one <laughs> for the record so both of mine to you are pretty deep cuts um for mark it was a fair banger and a pretty deep cut so we're going deep but love it yeah there i you like go. it i like it who's next i'll go all right for jake since you just gave me two bangers i'm gonna give you two Not. movies uh, <laughs> So first off, I like the two I gave you. Um, I like the two that I gave you, for the record. Um, Gaia, first off. Did you give Jake Gaia? Yeah, but I got some backups. Okay, good. Um, you what? need to watch it. It's the better version of Into Earth, Into the Earth, or whatever, of the Earth. whatever. The you haven't even seen that movie, you're already proclaiming. It's better. Mark thinks, Mark's thinking of the Super Deep. No. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. Of the Earth, or whatever the fuck the name of that movie was. Under uh, the Earth? came out at the exact same time as Gaia. In the Earth. In, In the, the Earth. Earth. Literally. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Gaia is the better movie. Um, and Gaia was good. Gaia's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Do you good. like it more than In the Earth? Yeah. Fuck. By a substantial amount. It's much better. It's also... You don't know! I've talked to you, I've listened to you guys talk about how bad In the Earth He would not like In the Earth as much as Gaia. I, I liked it. It just hurt me. And this is the one where I'm just sort of grasping at straws a little bit i think you're gonna like this movie i just want someone to watch this i'm going to preface this saying he can't even pick two we need to talk about the end because he can't even pick it's two hilarious he can't come true come true is the movie that i'm picking he for you okay i can pick a bunch for you well you're really i'm tailoring my two favorite movies for you from the year and it's gaia and come true and gaia okay. was also on jack's list so clearly, we got that. You should right. watch Gaia. Jack. Yes, sir. Um, fun lover. 
of the podcast. Okay. I like um, it. Oh, my God. You get to watch Seance. Okay. Yes. Good. I want to anyway. And, uh, I mean, frankly, both of you should probably watch this one, but Vicious Fun is the other one that you Vicious can watch. Vicious Fun. Thank you. Uh, Vicious Fun. competition is... serial killer thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was not really a competition. I thought it was like big into To like, support. Oh, he, he, he. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Vicious fun. Yeah. And what kind of support group is in Jack, I'm, I'm only going to... This is tertiary and is not going to go on the list for next year and this is just another thing. You should watch Boys from County Hill. Okay. Because you would like that movie. You I like actually, that too. You actually should. Okay. Yeah. I, that was my third pick for you. So we're, we both gave it a third-ish. So extra credit if you want it. I like yeah. it. Boys from County Hill for sure. Okay. Yeah. Those are my four. I like it. Half so year. now it's on me. Now it's on you. Okay. And mine gets hard, uh, Mark, because, well, you both had movies that I had on either, both of your lists, if that makes any sense. It so didn't. I had recommended Gaia to Jake, and I had recommended The Night House to Mark. So I'm, I'm good, but I'm going to go oh, with backups for both of those. Yes. Yeah. I'll start with Jake. Jake, I've been telling you to watch this movie for a while since I saw it. I still think you'd love it. It's still heavy and hard to watch, but it's still one of the best horror movies I've seen all year. You need to watch The Boy Behind the Door. Oh, yeah. Good call. You you would really like that movie. The problem is that I get pigeonholed into like you need to watch like the really heavy like, I, I, stuff and like I that's just, why like, I no, gave no, no, you no. that's no. why I, I gave you can't come do it through. anymore. It's so hard. That's why I gave you. Come we're through. living in the world we're living in. If that were through. true, I would recommend to you. I, my heart can't beat unless you tell it to, and I'm not recommending that to you, even or though it's a good Lamb. movie. And he wouldn't do that. I'm absolutely watching that. Cut two. <laughs> I recommend. <laughs> Secondly, Jake, because guy is off the list. Lamb. Yeah. for you i was gonna watch that lamps but... it's such a good movie i really liked it you it's... guys are weirdos <laughs> that's been on my list since it came out it's fine mark thank you without the lighthouse we're switching things up a little bit but the first one was the first one regardless things heard and seen i think both you and your lovely <laughs> lovely wife would like this movie okay it's a really good movie and i think it's up your alley in terms of the psychological thrillers um, you, you'd like this movie. Very well made. The second one is a bit, is a bit tough because it is The Night House, but that's already on your list. So I'm going to recommend you a much more fun one, a much weirder movie. I like fun. Much earlier in the year. Anything for Jackson. Oh, okay. I don't think you saw this one. No, this is Shudder, though. And it's... Uh... Shit, who's the main guy in it? Uh, the guy who played Ichabod on Patriot. I don't know the actor's <laughs> name. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember watching the trailer for HRR and, and thinking it was charming, and I think it was my Dark Horse or something like that. So I'm excited, yeah. Yeah, cool. and, and it's a really good movie. I was I was kind of surprised by by how good it was. Um, so, uh, Julian isn't, Richings. Isn't Larry Fessenden in that, too? I think it's a fascinating thing. Uh, maybe. I don't... Uh, whatever. I'll weigh in when we watch it. Okay. I think he has a bit part. I think I watched it in January. Yeah. So. <laughs> understood. Understandable. It's a year ago. Okay. Pretty solid. That's a... That's a you know what? I like all the lists. Yeah. I mean, we were able to cobble together some some recommendations for each other from Definitely. last year. Definitely. Uh, and that's going to take us to the You Shouldn't Have Put Baby in a Corner Award for Sleeper Hit of the Year. Which was a favorite movie that just, like, you didn't see coming. So, obviously, we're not going to pick, like, Last Night in Soho. Obviously, none of us are particularly high on that one. But something that flew way under the radar. Okay. And different from the other category we already did. Sure. That I think you said you didn't see coming. I think you'll find that our categories are scientifically perfect. And I will... You know what? I apologize. Thank you. Thank you. They are. They are. And far be it for me to question them. Uh, Mine's Seance. I'm just going to go. This is one that... 
just showed up in fucking August or whenever it came out. Dropped right onto um, Shutter, and I again, I I don't want to give too much away, but like I just want to talk about the ending of this movie with somebody because it's <laughs> it is a preposterous construction of. A, a sequence at the end of the movie and I was glued to my screen the entire time. It came out of nowhere and in a... I mean, look, it's not the best movie, but I enjoyed the fuck out of it. So, <laughs> there you go. Seance. I picked a classic horror story. Sure. Yeah, uh, I this movie. really liked this fucking movie. Um, and, I mean, I didn't know anything about it. Like, I assume we watched the trailer for HRR. I don't really remember that. But I watched it when it came out on Netflix, and I really, really liked this movie. Just kind of one of those out-of-the-blue watches and loved it. Yeah, the trailer gave, like, nothing away, which yeah. is good. Yeah, for sure. Jacob. So, pretty clear to me. I mean, obviously, besides all the stuff we've said about Femptyman. <laughs> Get out of here. I didn't even know Femme Dune was a 2021 movie. It was. Kind of down. Is. It, is it, though? Yes. This is where it gets super hard, right? Yeah. Like, that being so specific as to what it does makes it kind of what I would put here. It's not, though. What I would put here, and it's kind of a backpedal on what we've talked about, but I stand by it, is actually uh, In the Earth. Because In the Earth is a very specific movie. Yeah, that is a construction of the pandemic era. I like that. And I like the fact that it exists. I, like, we've talked about this before. We we want, or I specifically, I think you guys would agree, like movies to represent the time period that they're from. And you can tell, it's written all over this, like, what this is. There's a, there's a period in this movie where he's getting nasal swabbed, right? To, like, get into a place. Uh, this to me is of the movies we watched, the one that I was definitely not anticipating. And then it made a hell of a hit. It hurt me to watch. Like it's going to be memorable for those reasons. <laughs> it's not necessarily my favorite. Sure. Like, if we're talking about just like absolute lightning bolt, like it hit me pretty hard and it's memorable. Yeah. I, a lot of the visuals in this movie, we didn't really talk about it are absolutely insane. And that's both in a good and a bad way. To me. Yeah, I'll buy that. This was the one that hit me the hardest. I mean, in this specific category's perspective, this is the one that fits. For sure. I buy that. Okay. That's going to take us to the big boy. No, it's not. The big lass. Uh, This is the Babe Pig in the City Award for Movie of the Year. Babe, excuse me. uh, Excuse me. I really screwed that up. Babe 2, Pig in the City Award (laughs) for Movie of the Year. Now, off the top, I'm just going to ask a quick question. Are series considered part of this? I think historically we have not considered them. Because Honey of Hill House was not included. And I didn't put Midnight Mass in mine. Correct. Okay, so I'm not counting Midnight Mass. No, because obviously that'd be up there for all three of us. Let's just say we all recommend it as tremendous. Fucking watch it. It would be my number one. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Speaks a lot for the year. It does. I mean, Um, But also that's a pretty fantastic piece of cinema. As Jack is on record as saying, it has long pieces of moving poetry in it. (laughs) <laughs> that are emotionally affecting, and it just happens to be a six-hour-long watch. It's fine. Yep. Um, so we're going to start from threes and work our way down. I'm going to be keeping track of the scores, and at the end, we're going to give the total, the, the the winner, the movie of the year, the A to Z. They, you bet this look, this better fucking show up in your trailer. With the all A to Z horror bump it. with the fig leaves around it. Yeah, exactly. So who wants to go first? What is your number three, Jack? The Boy Behind the Door. I don't hate it. Good this call. is an unbelievably well-made movie. Uh, 
no, you, you can't talk bad about any part of it. It's unbelievably good considering that the protagonist is a kid who is such a fucking good actor and does such a good job throughout this whole thing. It's affecting. It's powerful. Nice. It's scary. It's great. It's heavy. <laughs> heavy. Jacob. Damn, man. Uh, I gave mine a caveat. Okay. Caveat hit me in the way that I want a lot of horror movies to hit me. It was the scariest one that I saw this year, and I think that counts for something. I, 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 at points, I want movies that are going to hit me in a way that is just bone chilling. Yeah. And that's the that's what this delivered. Yeah. I love both of those picks. I gave mine to Seance. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And again, I just needed one of you to watch it because <laughs> you're going to tell me immediately that was a terrible pick. And oh no. I'm an idiot. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. No, oh, I no. genuinely am excited to watch it. <laughs> Number two, Jack. The Night House. Okay. Late comer, late viewing for me. I think I watched it three, four weeks ago, something like that. Two weeks. I, time it's, is fucking It's been recent it's in been terms of like recent, when you would yeah. actually watch it. How many weeks will it will ha- have been when this episode comes out, though? 20? Two and a half years. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but this movie... 78 is the the con- like I said the concept of this movie is so cool and they do a really good job of representing it on film in a way that I didn't expect them to be able to represent on film this uses exposition very very well Rebecca Ferguson absolutely nails it I loved this movie so fucking cool I'll say this Mark without spoiling anything some tangential house of leaves kind of stuff going on that's really interesting okay. to me okay 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 You've spoiled it for me. It's ruined. <laughs> the house is bigger on the inside than it is on the outside, is what I'm saying. Okay. No, that's, like, that's not you, it at all. You get a tape measure. It's like six that's inches not long. it at all. Have I even read Slate House? I don't no. think so. This was the movie. This was the book you were talking with to me about. Both of you need to read that. I, have I it would love. Absolutely. I'm looking for a house. new book. Pretty, pretty good, can you get, read it? You can read it in like two days. Yeah, absolutely. I'll give it to you tomorrow. Yeah, in fact, it's so fast um, you've already read it. I fucking love that book. Good. How long is it, actually? It's not that long. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can read it in two days. It's from what the fuck is his name? David Slade. David Slade. It's David Slade book. Okay. Good. It's good. Uh, this is my number two. Yeah. Yes. yes. Malignante. Malignant. Okay. Malignant. Okay. Um, Malignant was great. We all loved it. I thought that this was ballsy for anyone that's not James Wan to produce. Uh, I don't want that to dampen the impact that this movie is right like the fact that this exists is a tremendous feat yeah. it's a little bit it's it's not to the degree of but it's a little bit like a empty man in the sense that why and, <laughs> and and how did this go like it's without there's there's an audition more? vibe too right where it's not <sighs> just in terms of what you're expecting is not what you get based on the for trailer sure. for sure for sure <laughs> the i i what what this is, is a movie that gives you what you want as a horror fan, though you might be expecting the fastball from James Wan. God. And and, and, you, and I love that. I love that he award, just goes with a movie that like not everyone's going to like. If there was an award for movie we were most wrong about based on the trailer, this would 100%, be it. 100%. I wasn't all three even of fucking like, interested in it. Fastball, boring, James Wan, and competent. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So thank you for articulating that better than me. That That's what I was expecting. Then I saw it and I was like, thank you for produ- <laughs> for being like an actual horror fan that's making shit that you want to make, man. Like, so sick. Yep. Nice. Good pick. Good Mark, pick. you're number two. My number two is Fear Street. Uh, the three movies combined into one title. Uh, four and a half straight hours of fun slasher goodness. They're Unabashed. Great. Unabashed. Unabashed fun slasher goodness. Yep. Love it. 
Absolutely. Can't argue with that pick, even at all. Yeah. Great music. Really fun. And the bread slicer kill. <laughs> and the bread slicer kill. And the bread slicer kill. Okay, the third Jack, one just sucked. Your number one movie <laughs> of the year. Malignant. <clears throat> the, I had so much fun watching this movie. A big part of it's because of what I was expecting based on the trailer, but holy shit, this movie subverted that in every possible way. It's so fun from start to finish. It uses Seattle so well and the dark dreariness of it and plays with all the shit it's and doing. also unnecessarily. Unnecessarily, but it's so great. It's so great. Yeah. And it was so fun. And like just when it starts to drag a little bit, there's the prison fight scene or the jail fight scene. It's so good. It's like yeah, holding cell. His pacing is perfect. I think this is a perfectly paced movie. And it's just so fun. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be up there in the category of like this and like the babysitter. Which is like always what James Wan has been like one of the best at, right? Is like recognizing when something's dragging a little, we better put something exciting punch here. Punch it up a little bit. Yeah. And man, he's fully on display here. This is like, this is like he took all of his expertise, all of his like technical nerd way to write a movie, way to direct a movie, and then applied it to a bizarre thing he wanted to make. And it, it the result is lovely. And, and it's just... I, I can't say enough good stuff about it. Okay. Jake, Jacob. you're number one. Do either of you have any idea what it is? Genuinely, no. No. Nighthouse? I love it. I love that neither of you it's, know. I mean, the Nighthouse would be my guess, too. PG Psycho Gorman? It's PG Psycho Gorman. Ooh, um, a movie is so fun. Just the vibe I need in the last couple of years, and it executes a concept impeccably. Yeah. I that concept being bonkers as fuck, but that being said, what it does, I mean, the concept <laughs> is we're gonna create a super violent version of like the Power Rangers. What the Power Rangers yeah. could be, I think that that concept is a thing. It's a right? concept, yeah. It's a yeah. concept. Get the fuck out of here. Movie great. I loved it to bits, and I will probably be revisiting it yearly until I get sick of it, which might be never. So <laughs> it might be never. Okay, Mark, you're number one. Well. Our number one, as a podcast, is also my number one as a person. <laughs> it's malignant. malignant yeah. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. mean, there was when I stepped into this. I was room, pretty I was sure that sure was going to be malignant. Yeah. You were, you were too. Jack and I were both number one. Yeah. I mean, we all fucking love this movie. Yeah. It has its people who detract from it a little bit, just because I think it did. Look, I'm not putting baby in a corner here a little bit, but like. You might have been caught off guard a little bit. People fucking hated this movie. Some people fucking hated yeah, this maybe, movie. Maybe you went into it expecting something that you didn't get. Huh? And you got something a little bit different. I Good. I, I, you boys <laughs> know I love my wife very much. I think she's wrong. She still thinks that the like tone of this movie isn't intentional. And I think it's she's very wrong about it's that. It's absolutely but. intentional. <laughs> absolutely. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's intentional. Uh, yeah. I mean, we all fucking love this movie. It has the best villain of the year, which is something you need in a really good horror. Not necessarily you need, but certainly no. helps in a good horror movie. Um, it's going to be memorable. I'm sure we're going to be watching this for, for years to come. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be a weird fucking time capsule for this specific year. But... Be it as it may, it's our it's our favorite collectively. It's our favorite, and and you know what? It's not even one that was like. We've had ones in the past where it was like someone's three and someone else's one. This yeah. was a one of one, pretty res- pretty resounding. Yeah, absolutely. It's not yeah. quite, and a that feels right. Like I didn't his think... house was last year, but this is close. To I'm not consensus. trying to rain on a parade. I didn't think this move this year was great. 
No, uh, no it's not the one were, of the I mean, strongest movies. They were great movies. Yeah. It was a lot we of good and not a lot of discuss. great. We had yeah. plenty to discuss that I think well, was we, great. Uh, so, Malignant, number one, with a bullet, with uh, eight total points. Yeah. Number two was PG Psycho Gorman, with one vote for first place and nothing else. And I don't disagree points. with it. Both Jack and I also love it. It's movie. a great movie. Yeah. Uh, Fear Street and The Night House are both tied with two points. And then Caveat and Seance and Boy Behind the Door all have one point. So we have to decide between Fear Street and... So our top... Yeah, our third place is between Night House and Fear Street. And I'm going to go ahead and say it's Night House. Okay. I mean, I'd vote for Night House, I think. <laughs> the movie he hasn't seen. Sure. But I'd vote... I mean, you guys I'd... haven't shut up about The Night House for like a fucking year. It's so. really fucking good. Is the thing? About yeah, it. yeah, I'm fine with I, that. It has, I mean, Jake's vote's the deciding vote. It has its faults, but I would go Night House because it's a contained thing that is more the style that I would recommend. <laughs> but if Both you like, but if you like, if fun. I'm recommending <laughs> Jack, here's the problem: if I'm recommending Mark something, I'm recommending Fear Street. Yeah, but it's just your favorite. My Night House. Then, oh my yeah. god. Yeah, it's Night House. It's yeah. Night House. Night House. Number three. Okay. Top one. Malignant. Top two. Not Be- top two. <laughs> Number two, number Psycho two. Gorman. Number three, Nighthouse. I feel pretty comfortable. That's a good. That. I always like the list we end up with. The yeah. one, two, and three. They're always pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Despite the fact that the only points for two were mine. So that was our favorite movies. But Jake, you did a thing for our Patreon members earlier today. You posted a thing. Not everyone has had time to respond, but. I think we've gotten a couple of responses. Do we want to talk about those? Some other favorites this year? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do we got? Yeah, so we had some we had some patrons comment on their favorite movies of the year as well, which and, like huge shout out to them because we gave yeah. people less than like four hours. Time oh my god, we're recording this like literally four <laughs> hours. This is the lead time we work with. Shout out to the people who just are glued to their phones during Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> Me. <right. laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the sky. So, ah, here. Yep. First and foremost, and the one that's going to match the best, patron Julie. First post on the on the response. Hell yeah. Malignant, three exclamation points. It matches exactly with That's what our top one. Ended up being ours, right? Great so film. She also mentioned Aftermath, Antlers, and There's Someone Inside Your House. All, like, I think, so Antlers, none of us have seen actually, right? I don't think so. We might watch it tonight. We might. It's possible. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, it's a lot hey, right now. if we pool our resources, we might be able to afford one of these yeah. big movies. <laughs> yeah. Fear Street trilogy was great. Fantastic. Yeah. She's mean, right about that. Liked it. Yep. Patron John agreed on Fear uh, hold Street. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's Aftermath? Yeah, I don't know. Ooh. She did say there's someone inside my house, which was that slasher one that I talked about on the previous episode. You did. Yeah. Like, it's a good slasher. It's fun. Yep. So yep. I do like that pick. Thank you for that. Aftermath's one that it's also on Netflix. I'm Let's go. right now. I mean, we, we need our patrons stuff. to like guide us, man. That's what happens. Certainly. Things fly under the radar. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, that's one I'll be looking into. Yes. <laughs> John agreed Excuse on... me, that's one into which I'll be looking. Patron, John, agreed on Fear Street. And he said, and he also called out Antlers. So I think that, like, all of us had been anticipating that'd be a good movie. And it seems to be it, the case that it our seems patrons It's like it's almost are... impossible for it to yeah. be a bad movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, other call-outs just quickly. Green Knight, Seance, Werewolves Within. I don't think we talked about Werewolves Within much at and all. And I loved Werewolves yeah. Within. That was fucking yeah. hilarious. It's just not, like, traditional horror comedy. Like, it's very much a comedy movie. And then there's a werewolf. Werewolves. Yeah. 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 Within. And without. <laughs> Candyman, I, yep, great, that's been a thing. Great, we movie. talked about it yeah. decent amount, and then finally, uh, it depends on what you're calling it, whether it's a 2021 movie or not. 
Demon. Demon. Oh my god, yeah, we're calling it a 2021, 2021 movie. Shut up about the 2020. Well, then I'm surprised Jack didn't give it his movie of the year. I still don't know if it's good. It's not! It is. Maybe. <laughs> but I love it. I'm obsessed with it. My brain itches. I'm surprised it wasn't a top three. My say. whole universe is an erogenous zone. Frankly, it would have fallen a little bit. I think below uh, a classic horror story yeah. for me. The thing that I'm seeing that's interesting, which would have been that, four and five, is that so we had Pedro and Julie agree with our movie of the year, right? Yeah. But I am seeing some dissent in here. There is, and that is totally to be expected yeah. with a movie like Malignant. Yeah, it's weird. So I'm seeing some stuff that's like, hey, Malignant was not for me. I, I do not disagree good. with that statement. If someone wants to watch Malignant, be like, that's not mine. Like, I don't like this. <laughs> I get it. I get it. For sure. We did. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Good picks, though. Yeah, for sure. Lots of and night, one, we did get a lot of things in the second yeah. night, which we was gotta get into we that. haven't talked about. We got to get into that. At, at all. all. I, don't think we I didn't know include... it was horror. I didn't even know it was horror. So it's not horror. I, we didn't include it in HRR. I, so I remember looking at it specifically and then not putting it on the list. We may have included it in horror-ish, but it is more it's i mean it's a tale of king arthur's court uh it's the tale of a specific knight and it's much more like fantasy horror so it's very much on the line if you are going to count it as horror it's like fantasy monsters and trolls and, and shit and i'll say this so i don't know maybe i doesn't wrong. mean maybe it's not man. i'll That's say not this sick. patreon member ty has reached out on twitter to recommend that to me and or jake and not to mark he All doesn't right, think mark go. will do, like let's it. go i do think let's, let's go. go i do think it's an a24 movie I, it oh, is. Okay, Shit. so there it is. Let's go. Well, uh, Jake, that might mean you hate it. You hate half A24 movies. But I might not. You might not. It's a coin flip, frankly. I think so I'm, there's I'm, a, I'm whatever. close there's to 100%. A, there's a few extras in there. Green Knight, Aftermath. Uh, what else did they recommend? Fear Street came up. We already gave that one. I mean, that was our runner-up. It's been entirely too long. It's that been almost before. 45 seconds since we talked about it. <laughs> I cannot possibly can't remember, remember other things. But I think there was there was a lot of overlap there. I think we did a pretty good job. Yeah. And then I guess also just Green Knight. Yeah. And potentially Aftermath. Who knows? <laughs> that one caught all of us off guard. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard of that movie. But I'm excited to learn about it. Last and certainly least, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about our New Year's horror resolutions. But we're going to start by going over last year's. Well, copy-paste. <laughs> copy-paste? Copy-paste. Copy-paste? <laughs> It's close. No, actually, you know, copy mine, paste all of ours. Mine copy new. pasting. Mine's new. Mine's, new. mine's 20, not. 2021 horror New Year's resolutions. Do you guys remember what they were? Yes. You must because you copied and pasted it. Uh, I mine was some variety of watching more movies and then getting podcasts out on time. Yeah, it was primarily getting podcasts out on time. Yeah. that was the one you led. Oh with. yeah, that got yeah. worse actually. Yeah, you. If there's a great, not all of it was me this year. Some of it was we just didn't record that many. We recorded 27 episodes this year out of 52 weeks. That's because we held off on recording because we hadn't released Well, it's episode. a vicious cycle because sometimes I don't edit if there's no recording on <laughs> Wait, the horizon. Wait, so you're telling me we got to like just absolutely So the only it? time you edit is when we have like four in the hopper? Kind of. Oh, That's <laughs> how I do my actual job. So yeah, sure. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. We gotta get into this I don't fight. do my actual job until my bosses are breathing down my neck about where all this shit is. That's good. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> so Jack's primary New Year's horror resolution was to get episodes out on time. Yeah, that went poorly. F minus. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm not. I didn't do a good job of it. F minus seems like an appropriate grade. F minus. 
Oh, it's fine. Yes. Mine's going to be... Jack, mine's an F-2. It's fine. Uh, I did watch more of your guys' recommendations than I have in any previous year, in that I got three out of the that four. Was part of your it resolution. wasn't part of your resolution, but you did watch probably more movies yeah, than what's, like the last What's hilarious about this is you did fantastically at something that had nothing <laughs> to do with Someone else's resolution. resolution. Yeah. yeah. Nothing to do with your resolution. <laughs> no, Jake, yours from 2019 was don't let the theatrical barrier deter you from watching movies. And rightly so you yeah, bumped fucked. that into this year and probably rightly so you will bump it into the new year that's sure. exactly what's happening yeah i will say that i do feel like it's not i don't want to go with like an ungraded because we did get to a place here in the u.s whether I mean, it depends on comfort I mean, level. cinemas are open right it did now. it did it does depend on comfort I mean, level. we're in idaho now everything's fucking open yeah, yeah. <laughs> it depends on comfort level for sure mine wasn't there yeah and which is good the one that i wanted to watch this year was antlers i didn't get a chance to do that Probably of my own, to my own downfall. I don't know. I don't. It's going to end up being a movie that I watch next year. I hope that it surpasses my expectations, and I would go back and say, "Hey, my 2021 recommendations, all those are bunk because Antlers was amazing." But I don't know that I've seen enough out there to tell me that that's going to be the case. This is another one that I've kind of. I did see one movie in theaters this year. I saw A Quiet Place Part Two in theaters, and I'll tell you what. My wife and I were two of the three people in that theater. Yeah. It was pretty fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. I can't fucking wait to get back, man. I just haven't. So I'm bumping it forward. Yeah. Nice, 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 nice. Mine was, uh, I think the literal words I used were just keep swimming. But the measuring stick that I used was we need to release up to 240. We need to get to episode 240. Oh, no. We're on episode we 235. Oh, we, I think. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Let me get my I phone. thought we were at like 227. We recorded a few extras as well. One uh, extra. An extra. Thank you. Uh, we are, yeah, Children of the Corn was 236, so uh, Lady in the Wire is going to be 237. You, we came pretty fucking close. <laughs> so I was close. Yeah. We got 230, I mean, if this one counts, hey, it doesn't. and it will. 238. I mean, that was basically like, I know we're going to not release a bunch of episodes, because I'm moving, you're moving, Jake's having uh, a marriage, and I'm- You had a baby. I'm having a baby. So I knew there were going to be some weeks we missed, but I was- Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty good. B minus. I feel like that was, I did it to the best of my ability. Totally. And the, the universe said, uh, not no. Other stuff. Yeah, other stuff. Um, but that's going to take us to our 2022 New Year's horror resolutions. Now, you guys already said copy and paste, so nothing else? Nothing else. So, Jack. Uh, that's not Jack? I, okay. Oh, you got okay. it. You're looking uh, at the right person. More so of my it. top ones from HRR, because I, I find myself one. now one. with good more one. time to watch movies. And I've made fun of you for years because you name your top one okay, and you fine. never watch it. I'll add something. Yeah. Fine. May, may, so, uh, and I don't, that's not like one of the places I th- look first when I'm like, what movie do I watch? It's a good place to look. And it, so I'd like to do that more okay. and I will do that more. But obviously the primary one is podcasts, edit more, better. Not better. I do a Pod- good that, job editing Podcasts, them. edit more, better. Yeah. That's my Put resolution. Put that down in that fashion. <laughs> I'll just give myself in addition to the uh, see more movies in theaters because I hope we get into that place. Fingers crossed. Uh, I want to watch more than 25, let's say. I'm going to give myself something something attainable. That's attainable. Yeah, not just actually, but 2022 movies. 2022 movies. I like that. I think that's great. And 
I don't think there's much coming out, so that's a. I think that's great. Drastic. There's plenty coming out. I was way more excited for. 20, I mean, that's at 44 or 20. You realize movies. that every single time we do an HRR, there's at least 10 movies on it. Yeah, but do I want to watch them? Well, good transition to mine. So I was thinking, what is a good way of? I, I, I've done a lot of these before. Of like, here. I need to get into this specific area of horror that I haven't done before, and I was okay. thinking about this last night, and I've came up with something that I am. 100 percent and i've always enjoyed your previous goals like when you you pick a thing and do it like i want to watch all the halloween movies i want to watch all the friday the 13th movies and you yeah. fucking get after all of, it. yeah that doesn't fail his goals no he does not well i might this year because the one i'm doing <laughs> i hate already but i do think it's a good way for me to like get into a new area is i want to embrace and watch at least one a month of like the low budget hrr movie oh we always i like on. that and usually put that it aside. That is preposterous. No, I don't hate that. Because That's sometimes so much. they're really good. What was the... That's there was at the... least 12 dog shit, dude. It's so? at least 12 dog shit? Yeah? We... What I... does that mean? The movies that you're like, this is objectively... At least you know that going in. I watch at least 12 dog shit well, a year, and I'm not... I don't know it going in. I'm going to try and watch one a month. How did you not Plus, plus, what was the uncorked movie about the body snatcher alien thing uh, that was life a good changer. movie life changer, life changer. Good movie. that yeah. movie was these dude yeah so yeah. that's what I, that's what i'm yeah. saying is i think there are there's a few some sleepers in there that's the, exactly there's some sleepers in there that we avoid because they're not funded and they don't look like blockbusters and i kind of want to dig into that a little bit now, if i see some stinkers fine i'll have some extra time to play 2048 on my phone but <laughs> i like that game <laughs> exactly, it's fun. i don't know what that is so this is great you slide ones and twos and twos and fours and fours and eights double and, and quadruple and uh, sex numbers. Yeah, that I mean, that's a lot. You double, you double is, numbers up. We we shit on it. That's how a lot of new people right. come up into the genre, right. and there's probably a lot of stuff we miss. So I kind of want to see. I'm gonna dip my toe in. Mickey, noble quest. Mark. Mickey, whatever his name is, made a bunch of those. Movies. Yeah, Mickey Keating Ke- was certainly qualified. He didn't really. He made what I would say I would watch. I he, think I've watched all of Mickey Keating's movies. He made a few stinkers. What? Uh, the the oh, one I, I watched that, about where the Where the hell has he been? Where the Darling. hell is he? Darling. Where has he been? Dar- fuck you. Okay. He made that when he had budgets. <laughs> <laughs> Where has he been? I don't know. I, yeah. Drew, he was yeah. making like movies. He made like five movies, movies in a year. And per then, year. The dude the, was... Per, you, and then it was like shuttered. Those who burn the brightest burn out the fastest, Nikki. man. Nikki. <laughs> Are you dead? I, I Reach out. sincerely hope not. We're looking for a fourth. Why not? <laughs> He's doing more episodes of The Core. Perhaps. I do. I fucking love the core is great, and he's the Where perfect person to yeah. host the core. That dude is a voracious consumer of knowledge. I believe yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, he is tremendous. Where'd he go? <laughs> and Mark, I'm at, I'm it's a great resolution. It's a great resolution. Oh Thank shit, you. we got. Oh shit, what is this? Oh shit, he died. <laughs> no, 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 no. We've seen all. Other than the one that I don't know much about. Yeah, what did he do? Ritual. Okay, so Ritual, Pod, Darling. Not The Ritual. He did Ritual. Ritual. Gotcha. Uh, It's actually a great movie. Pod, Darling. Pod, Darling, Carnage Park. Carnage Park. Psychopaths. Yep. And And The Core. The Core. Off Season is one that I'm not that certain about. Yeah, we don't know that one. And he's in pre-production on a movie called Crooks. That's been on there, I mean, since 2018. Yeah. I don't see a way to watch off-season. Okay. So. After receiving a mysterious letter, a woman travels to a desolate island town and soon becomes trapped in a nightmare. Hmm. Jack? 
that has made the omnibus as the ending. It, we are. It is now the ending of the omnibus. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> An appropriate ending <laughs> to a perfect show. <laughs> it was tight and on rails the whole time. You will find... the shortest omnibus ever, though. How long is this so far? I'm not hiccuping, which is great. I don't know how we did this so tightly, but I don't. Uh, we are at two thirty-six. This is the shortest omnibus by. A lot. We did it. We really we did, did it, boys. It. Well, we did the shots halfway through instead of the beginning, which I feel like helps a lot. Also, we hadn't been drinking all day when we started. Yeah, we didn't do a tour of breweries beforehand. We just did three beer, three or four beers during the Patcast. Yeah, we're yeah. only nine or ten beers deep That's each. all, plus shots. <laughs> That's all? Get us out That's of here. That's all! Get us, get us, let's go home. This has been, Jake, continue, please. I want to see you do it. This has been the Omnibus episode of the A to Z Horror Cast. If you are still listening at this point, we'd like to thank you for being a member. And I do want to take a sincere moment at this point to genuinely thank everybody who's been hanging out with us, leaving us reviews, and especially our patrons. That is all super cool shit. And because of our patrons, like, I know I was really fading on the podcast before we did that Patreon thing, but it really does mean a lot. And now we get to donate a lot of cool money to Feeding America. That shit's all really cool. So we appreciate everyone hanging out with us. That's all fun. We really appreciate you sticking with us through this year, which has been, I think, our most sporadic release year in terms of both the Patreon and the regular cast. I blame Jake. Thanks for stick. It is Jake's fault. Thanks for sticking with us. That's fair. Um, and you know we're gonna donate a bunch of money to Feeding America. That's all really cool. We appreciate it. But more than that, we just appreciate you being here and hanging out with us. So, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Until then. Yeah. Get your buddies. <laughs> grab some beers and go watch some more movies. Have, Have a great. <laughs> It's going to be soon. Have a great year. Have a great new year. And Merry Krampus to all. That has made the omnibus as the ending. It we are. It is now the ending of the omnibus. <laughs>